0: Welcome to Poker Fraud Alert Radio, the Druff and Friend show. I hope this show can proceed as I expected it to, because uh, I, I came to find a lot of server problems today. A lot of server, not really today, but tonight, just as I was going to start the show. Of course, I thought the obvious that someone's DOSing the site, but... For my preliminary investigations into the matter, that does not appear to be what's happening. So I, I did a few things and hopefully things stay okay, especially because I know we have an increased audience tonight because of a certain topic that I'm sure you all know what I'm talking about right now as far as what will be covered, what our top story is. Because a, a big thing happened, actually not this past week, but we didn't realize how big it was when it happened a week and a half ago. But a big thing happened a week and a half ago that came to light in the last week that involves someone that I used to be very close to, someone I haven't talked about very much at all in this show because I, I didn't want to rock the boat. It's a former friend, you know, Yeah, I don't want to. Make things worse than they already are. But I knew this day might come at some point when something big would happen and I'd be forced to talk about this person and the business they run. So it's going to happen tonight, provided you can all hear me despite the issues that this site is having. We have a co-host tonight, someone we haven't had on here before as a co-host. To add to the potential fail for tonight, I don't know if this guy's headphones work. I hope they do. I hope at least this part goes okay. Oh, and I I see the guy on webcam. There you are. Wow. (laughs) Webcam. uh, I get to see my co-host, not just hear him. He's wearing a poker fraud alert hat. Welcome to the show. This is Hot Like Sauce, who is a longtime listener to this show has called in before, called in last week, had some trouble, in fact, uh, to where he appeared on the Dr. Phil show, uh, went into rehab. He discussed this last week. I'm not uh, telling his life secrets here. But uh, welcome to the show. He is this week's co-host in our revolving door of co-hosts here on PokerFraudAlert.com.
1: Thank you, Joe. Thank you.
0: Okay, that sounds pretty good. I'm I'm glad at least this this part is working, at least so far. (laughs) So, okay, uh, for those of you who have... Not listened to the show before, this is Poker Fraud Alert Radio. I am Todd Dandruff-Watellis. Every week, we come on here and talk about the major topics in poker with an emphasis on scams or scandals or anything like that, but also general poker news. And we have other segments which have to do with gambling or sometimes even none of that, just things I find interesting that the listener will find entertaining. It's kind of a half Poker news discussion show And half an entertainment show So Tonight we have a free roll As we do every week We have a free roll at 7.40pm It's on the No Fraud Online Poker Room Which you can find near the top of the screen On PokerFraudAlert.com Thankfully it runs on a different server So you will not have the issues on the No Fraud Online Poker Room Once you get on there It runs on a server out of England actually And Antigua and uh, you can play in our free roll, which is 100% free. All you need is a separate account on the No Fraud Online Poker Room. You also need, to qualify for the free money, a Poker Fraud Alert Forum account dated 2012 or 2013. If you don't have a Poker Fraud Alert Forum account dated 2013 or before, you need to email me, dandruff at com. dandruff at com, and uh, we will... Uh I'll give you an exception provided that you can convince me you've been listening for at least three weeks or more. We do this to prevent people from just leeching off the free roll here. But if you can convince me you've been listening for three weeks or more by telling me things that are not in the show description that you've heard here, then I will give you an exception to win the free money. Uh, this week we have less money than we usually do for this free roll. I believe we only have uh, $31.00. Which is our our low. We've hit rock bottom with the donations here. And sometimes we get these donations at the last minute. And uh, well the server's performing so badly, I can't even take a look at the official thread. Here it goes. Boy, this is... You know, a few years ago, not even a few years, like a year and a half ago, I had to switch servers because it just developed a problem I could not figure out. And I had... Other experts look at this, and they could not figure it out. Nobody could figure it out. It was just running slowly for no good reason, and I had to just switch servers, and it fixed it. Uh, I may have to do that again. I've been starting to see some issues with this server. It's almost like it just degrades over time, like something in the forum software. Uh, I, I can't explain to me. When I copy everything over to a new server, it runs fine. That's what's so weird. Anyway, $31 free roll this week is thanks to... SMI Florida, who's your friend? You introduced him to the show, right?
1: Oh, this is correct.
0: Yeah. Then uh, we have four. That was he gave twenty. Four dollars came from Tough Turf, and seven dollars came from uh, what's this guy? Daniel seventy-two. Doing this from memory, the prizes will be as follows. I'm just making this up right now. First place will be sixteen dollars. Second place will be $9. Third place will be $6. So 16, 9, and 6. Sorry that there's not a whole lot uh, that's on the free roll this week. Usually we have $50 or more, but uh, once in a while we come up a bit short. Uh, See, I'm getting a private message here from someone who says, I'll donate $25 each week if you refuse to take a call from. Bad guy from Pittsburgh I, you know, I can't do that he's, he's our comic relief of the show I can't not take his calls I know some people don't like him But uh, it's, it's S-Double saying it by the way He wants everyone to know that But I know some people like S-Double don't like bad guy But he's also popular with a segment of our listening population So he stays, bad guy stays He's offering to kick it up to $75. So you can't bribe me <laughs> to not have segments of this show. Like you, you can bribe me to do things extra that I don't really want to do. But I, I, I'm not going to be bribed out of having segments here that I like to have on the show. Okay, so – uh-oh. What's that? Right, never mind. That was, to, that was to my, my mic up. Okay, okay. I think I can actually – you are a little bit soft. Let me see if I can turn you up. I think I can actually just turn you up manually without you having to play with your mic and make that awful sound in everyone's ear. So I just turned you up now. I think this should improve things. So, okay, we have an agenda tonight that it's going to be hard to get through everything with all we have to cover, but I'll give it a shot. And uh, if you want to contact me during the show... The phone number 775 fraud 55 775-372-8355. You can also call the Mount Charleston line, which is an old 70s rotary telephone which sits on top of Mount Charleston, which is a mountain near Las Vegas. It has some snow on it, has some snow on the phone. It still works. The phone number is 702-430-1808. 702-430-1808 is the phone number for the Mount Charleston line. No matter what number you call, you have to make sure to show your caller ID by dialing star 82 or just making sure your caller ID comes through. If you get a busy, a busy signal, it means that your caller ID was not transmitted. You can also text me at the main phone number for the show. That's 775-372-8355, 775-372-8355. Unless you start the text by saying, don't read this on the air, I will probably read it on the air. You can also text me at any time before or after the show. And I will respond to you. So uh, 775-372-8355. You can go in the chat room. may take a little little bit of time to get in there with the server problems tonight. But once you're in, it should perform okay. Uh, That's the chat button near the top of the screen. You need a flash-enabled device to participate in the chat room. I don't read it that much when I'm doing the show. I try to look at it every so often. But I don't read it all that much. If you want to get a hold of me, better to text me or call me. But you will be interacting with others listening to the show live. And I think that's it for the intro as far as all that stuff is concerned. Just have to give you the agenda tonight, and then we will get going. I kind of want to speed this up anyway, because I have a lot to talk about and not that much time to talk. Well, last week, we talked about a certain bitcoin poker site called seals with clubs which went down it went down on february 11th under mysterious circumstances and at the time there were a lot of theories as to what was going on now seals with clubs was allowing people to cash out if they wanted to but um so so it appeared everyone's money was there and it still appears that way i don't I don't believe that they stole anyone's money, which is good. But uh, there were a lot of theories as to what happened with Seals with Clubs. And what was especially alarming to some people was that the face of Seals with Clubs, Brian Mykon, who is a former good friend of mine who had a big falling out with me four years ago, and uh, now we're anything but friends, and... For that reason, I've really avoid ta- avoided talking about him and Seals with Clubs because of both the conflict of interest and I, I just didn't want to stir the pot any more than it had already been stirred. Uh, but there is some theories about him. like He vanished at the exact same time as Seals with Clubs went down. He vanished from social media for a few days. And then when he came back on social media, uh, he wasn't forthcoming right away with what was going on. But he eventually was forthcoming And it turns out As we'll get to in our main story tonight Brian Mikon's Vegas house Was raided by The Nevada Gaming Commission With a 10-page church warrant yeah. Brian Micon, I guess you can say he got busted, except he was not arrested or charged with anything. But they did take all of his electronics. They took it all. They busted down his door, literally, and took his stuff. And that started the whole chain of events to where we are today. Now, Brian Micon is in Antigua. He is relocated to Antigua permanently to continue running SEALs with clubs. I mean, no one would have ever seen this happening two weeks ago. So I'm going to talk about what happened. I'm going to play the YouTube video that Brian Mikon made about the situation. Not a very long video, like two minutes, but where he explains what occurred. I will tell you what I believe about the situation. I will give you my opinion on the legality of the whole thing in the first place. I will give you my opinion of the idea to be restarting the whole thing up from Antigua. And, you know, some people tell me I shouldn't be talking about this. Others want me to just go no holds barred on the whole situation. I'm going to go in the middle here. This is too big for me not to talk about. And I knew that one day something would happen to Seals with Clubs. I knew it couldn't just continue on the way it is without any interference from law enforcement. I just knew that couldn't happen in the long term. So, I knew one day Seals with Clubs would get busted, and I knew I would have to talk about it. It would be irresponsible for me to run a show like this and not talk about it. So, I'm going to talk about it. So, that's the main story tonight. Another big thing happening Lock Poker. Everyone pretty much dismissed not only getting their money from Lock Poker, which clearly stole everyone's funds and isn't paying out, and that's been a situation for almost two years now. But uh, everyone also dismissed the idea of ever getting justice, of ever tracking down the perpetrators, which were the owners and managers of Lock Poker. Everyone just kind of gave up and said, "You know what? This is just never going to happen. We're just never going to be able to find them." Because there's been attempts made, and no one has been able to locate anyone who is a principal in Lock Poker, and it just kind of looked like they got away with it. Well, out of the blue. A guy calling himself Hip Ain't Cheap appeared with a lot of good info on the owners and the managers of Lock Poker. And it was accurate info. And a lot has come out about Lock Poker, and it has scared people who were involved on the management side of Lock Poker into starting to want to talk. So we're going to talk about what came out about Lock Poker. And. About one of the people who came out And that person was Shane Bridges Known as I'm Just Shane on 2 Plus 2 Is the person communicating with 2 Plus 2 Throughout the crisis of Locke Not paying anyone their funds And lied to people left and right He attempted to communicate with me We had a Skype chat Was not very productive, I'll tell you So we'll talk about that And we'll talk about the Poker fuse interview he did The softball interview he did with them after the aborted conversation he had with me, where he realized I was not going to take his BS. Daniel Negreanu gave some thoughts on who should and should not be banned from the World Series based upon their behavior in the poker community. I will read what he wrote and give my opinion. Delaware and Nevada are very close to merging player pools on their legalized online poker sites soon The sites in Nevada will have Delaware players and vice versa. This is going to be a huge boost to Nevada poker. They're going to get, like, I don't know, 30 more players every day than they had before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even exaggerating. That's the truth, unfortunately. But it's happening nonetheless. Sheldon Adelson is partially getting his wishes. He's getting... A March 5th hearing regarding banning legalized online poker sites like the one I just talked about. So we'll talk about whether that is something we have to be worried about as poker players. Will he really stop the motion of legalized online poker? Will he put a wall breaking the momentum? We're seeing more and more legalized online poker sites in the U.S. Will that stop with what Sheldon Adelson is doing, or is he fighting a losing battle? Katie Dozier. I've never talked about her before on this show. Uh, she is a professional poker player, and she has written a blog, an open letter to poker stars, complaining about the Treatment of women by poker stars I'm going to read about what she had to say And uh, we're going to Talk about Whether she's right She's complaining about how they treat women by the way And uh, by the way Katie Plays on poker stars as Hot Jenny
2: 314
0: (laughs) If I saw Hot Jenny 314 On a poker site I'd be sure that's a dude It's amazing that it's actually a real woman. Her name's not even Jenny. I I don't even understand the screen name. It's a a very strange screen name, especially when you look at Katie Dozier. Uh, There's a guy who posts on Poker Frowler, mainly because people brought him up. I'm sure everyone remembers the Elliot Rodger tragedy at UC Santa Barbara, where a guy who was feeling rejected by women went on a murder spree. And... (laughs) shot a bunch of people before uh, killing himself. And it was a very tragic event and uh, something the country was very shocked by. And uh, since then, people have been kind of nervous about any strange, awkward guy, especially young guy, who is uh, feeling rejected by women and who's making videos about it. Like, that's... Elliot Roger made a lot of videos about how women keep rejecting him, and they got ignored at the time and only hit the mainstream once he killed people and was already dead. So uh, on poker fraudlers, someone brought to our attention and this has nothing to do with poker gambling, but someone brought to our attention a guy who has some similarities to Elliot Roger, and we're a bit concerned that maybe he could go the same direction. And surprisingly, without any prompting, the guy Googled himself and showed up here and posted here as Cupid007. So, Cupid007 is going to appear on the show tonight, and we're going to talk about what's going on with him. And I'm going to play a, a little snippet of one of the videos he made trying to very, very unsuccessfully pick up on women. And we're going to try to give him advice on how to turn things around. Uh, this guy's still a virgin, by the way. I think he's like 22. Uh, he's still a virgin. We're going to try to give some advice to him And let him know he's going about it all wrong But he's very excited to come on the show And uh, we will have him on A little bit later The Aviation Club De France Which is a legendary poker room In France uh, It has closed Five months After it got raided by the police This is not some Fly by night operation it has been in operation since 1907. It's been around since 1907, but it's been shut down. And it got raided five months ago. It has been closed, and uh, I don't think it's coming back. We'll talk a bit about that if we have time. Uh, I think this other segment uh, – we'll have to find a way to squeeze this in. We're uh, we still having this tonight. Is your uh, ex-girlfriend, Hot 4 Sauce, going to come on? Uh, yeah, she's going to call in. Oh, she just call in when she gets off work. Okay. When, when does she get off work, Eastern Time or Pacific Time? What? When does yeah, she get off work? She should be off
1: now. She's still okay. around 1030.
0: Well, she can uh, she can call in. Uh, Hot Like Sauce told us that uh, she dumped him and uh, was – was she dumped you or was she was cheating on you? Or, or was it both? Uh,
1: she, she definitely didn't dump me. I definitely walked away from that woman.
0: Okay. So you walked away from her it. and she was cheating on you while you were gone at rehab, Correct.
1: This is correct. Okay. My sister, um, go
0: ahead. No, you go ahead.
1: Okay, uh, my sister's like a beast when it comes to like breaking into a account so she hacked her phone,
3: hmm.
1: her phone account and she, uh, you know, just 306 text photo, 308 text video in the morning. Like, what is she sending pictures of like the sunset? Hmm. So, um, I called some of the numbers on the uh, the call log and I talked to some of the guys and You know, I just got the answers I was looking
0: for. Hmm. Well, good. Good. Yeah. All right, so maybe she will call in, and we will hear the other side of the story regarding uh, what happened here with you and her. Uh, Finally, I probably won't have time for this, but uh, it's related to what happened to Seals with Clubs. And that is... Are raids against online poker sites and payment processors justified or is it indicative that we live in a police state that's out of control? Are these something that are acceptable? Should we say as a society this is fine or should we be angry that these are happening? I have an opinion on that, but uh, I don't know if I will have time to get to it. Uh, If I don't, I'll get to it next week, even though I'd love to this week because this is very, very topical. So let's jump right into the first topic, and that is seals with clubs going down and what happened to make it go down. I mean, This is really a, a huge story. On the Poker Fraud Alert Forum, we have like a 40-page thread on this already. And I'm proud to say – I don't know if I should be proud, but uh, I can say that the most discussion anywhere on the net about this situation is taking place – On Poker Fraud Alert. On 2 Plus 2, strangely enough, there's very very little talk about this. Like, it's uh, not even a big story over there. But I think it should be. Uh, Of course, it's bigger to us. The face of Seals with Clubs is Brian Mycon. And he and I have been friends, or I shouldn't say have we were friends from, I'd say, I'd say like 2005 to 2011. I got to know him when I joined his Neverwin Poker Forum, which he doesn't own anymore. And uh, it went from there. Eventually, I became a mod on the forum. Then I became a, a very small percentage owner. And uh, really, the, the the I don't want to sound like I'm bragging here, but the whole reason that this community that spawned from Neverwind Poker exists is because of me. Not the whole reason, but a large part of the reason. Because I showed up to that forum, which was... Everyone kind of saw as a joke, like a fan forum for Neverwind, for Dustin Neverwin Wolf. That would have never become a relevant forum in any way, shape, or form. But I showed up there and started talking some trash to Dustin and started giving poker advice, and it, it made the whole thing get more and more active, and I became more and more – I made the forum relevant. I really did. I don't ever take credit for things that I don't deserve, but I really did make Neverwind Poker relevant to people who wanted to go visit there. And if you go look at the uh, – you can go look at archive.org and look at old Neverwin Poker posts like from the very beginning, and you'll see that I was really the one to get it going even though I had no ownership there and I wasn't even a mod there. Uh, the only reason I showed up to it was because me and Neverwin were playing all the time on PokerStars, and I just kind of showed up to talk some trash to him. But anyway, uh, it went from there where, uh, because I was so active on there, uh, Brian Mycon was the one who set it up, and me and him got to know each other and we became friends. And eventually, when uh, they sold Neverwin Poker to Poker News, Poker News actually owned Neverwin Poker for a little time. <laughs> but, uh, then, uh, not too long after that. Poker News wanted the forum gone They decided the forum wasn't worth anything It was more trouble than it was worth So they, they wanted to get rid of the forum And the radio show At which point we branched off And started our own site together Called com. And uh, I was an owner there Brian Mycon was an owner There were two other people who were owners And uh, that's kind of what led To the demise of the friendship Within... Fewer than two years There was no more me On com. I left And I sold my part I was kind of forced out in fact And that was the end of our friendship And it was a very, very bitter ending to the whole thing And it was a lesson in one way That you just don't go into business with friends Or it can ruin the friendship And that's, that's definitely what happened here Though I think there were some other factors at work That uh, caused the friendship to go away uh, very shortly after I left Donkdown, Brian Mykon, who was always fascinated with Bitcoin from the very early days, even before any of you heard of Bitcoin probably. He, he was really early on the whole Bitcoin bandwagon. Um, he, he was experimenting with some Bitcoin poker sites and Bitcoin casinos. This is back when Bitcoin was worth like five or six bucks. Uh, he found an existing... It's important to understand an existing poker site called Seals with Clubs. Brian Micon did not start Seals with Clubs. This was not his idea. He didn't innovate it. He didn't invent it. He didn't build it. It existed already. But hardly anyone had ever heard of it. It was very small. The guy running it, while seemingly technically competent and seemingly to be a decent guy, uh... Really was not known in the poker world He didn't want anyone to know who he was Because he was scared to be running An online gambling site from the US Even if it's gambling for Bitcoin The guy was scared, and rightfully so Uh, This is a guy who called himself Free Money Not sure of the reason for the name But uh, Free Money was not a good promoter And for that reason His Seals with Clubs site Was a virtual unknown So Micon came to him With a proposition And I know this part for a fact, by the way. I'm not just guessing at this one. I wasn't friends with him anymore when this happened, but I heard from reliable parties who were friends with him uh, about this. But he came to the then-owner of Seals of the Clubs, this free money guy, and said, look, I, I like your site, I like what you're doing, but you don't have any traffic. So I'm a good promoter. I love promoting. I love putting my face and my name out there let me promote your site and I'll make it bigger. I'll make it blow up. All I ask is that you give me ownership here too. So from what I heard, I don't have this part verified, but from what I heard, he was given 50% ownership there. And I'm not exposing secrets here. That was posted on the Poker Fraud Alert Forum by others who had heard this as well, including uh, Brandon Drexel Gerson, who uh, was still friends with him at the time, verified this. So uh, basically, free money gave Brian Mycon 50% ownership of SEALs. And uh, Micon started just promoting the hell out of it. Now, at first, when he was promoting it, he was promoting it uh, almost like he's just advertising it on his forum. Uh, Eventually, he became a, quote, site pro, then he became what he called himself the chairman. Um, so he was the chairman of the site, and that's how most of you know him as uh, Brian on chairman of Seals with Clubs. Uh, he would never say if he owned any of it, but of course he acted very much like he owned it. Uh, he definitely had a role that was indicative of ownership. He, he definitely wasn't just an employee there, even if you didn't know any of the, the stuff I just told you. Uh, he was definitely someone you would contact uh, about any issues with seals, as someone who pretty much lived and breathed seals, everything Brian Mycon did uh, was about seals. It was a very, very big part of his life. This wasn't just a job for him. It was, uh, and as I said, it's because he was given ownership of Seals with Clubs. Now, Seals with Clubs actually ended up working out pretty well. It never became gigantic. It wasn't another Poker Stars. Uh, there's the barrier that they only accepted Bitcoin, so. Anyone who didn't understand Bitcoin or didn't want to use Bitcoin or was afraid of the volatility of Bitcoin could not play on there. So it's not as simple as booting up poker stars and playing. But it did become the largest Bitcoin gambling site of any kind, forget just poker, of any kind in the world. There were others, but they were very small and never really got much action. It was a poker only site. You could only play for Bitcoin. You would buy in with Bitcoin. You'd cash out Bitcoin. The fluctuations of Bitcoin itself would affect your role because, uh, you know, your your balance would be in Bitcoin. So if uh, Bitcoin went up, you made money without even playing a hand. If Bitcoin went down, you lost money without even playing a hand. But anyway, it, it did fairly well. It had traffic, I'd say, comparable to things like WSOP.com Nevada which sounds huge but you got to remember Nevada uh, wsop.com Nevada is a fail site not as bad as ultimate poker but it's uh, still a fail site in uh, what they were expecting of it but when i say it it had comparable traffic i mean it typically would have like 120 people sitting at cash tables so that's uh, that's pretty good it's not great it's not going to it's nothing like poker stars which has tens of thousands of people sitting at cash tables at one time but 120, that adds up as far as the rake that gets generated. There are several tables of games that are available, you know, like uh, 13 tables or whatever. So it was a nice little income generator for everybody involved. And Seals with Clubs was well-liked. It was well thought of. Uh, it had a few issues. You know, people, there were some hackings. Uh, there was... Some downtime, there were some DDoS attacks, but they always seemed to recover. They had a good technical team in place. Mycon was not part of that technical team. I don't even know who these guys are who were part of the technical team. I don't even know who this free money guy is. The only person I know that has something to do with Seals of the Clubs and owned it was Mycon. I know there were some site pros like uh, Stealth Monk. I don't know if Stealth Monk owned anything, but uh, I know that Mycon did. And the other guys who did, I don't know who they are, but I'll tell you, these other guys who did, did a great job. They kept it running in the face of these attacks that would occur. They seemed to be very honest. They seemed to have a good deal of integrity. When the site went down on February 11th, they immediately put up a cash-out form and quickly cashed out people's Bitcoin when they uh, were requesting cash-outs. So it looks like the money was not blown full-tilt style. Lock poker style or UB style They actually had all the money on hand That they were supposed to it looks like The customer support Was good And the promotion By Brian Micon was actually pretty good So it worked You had a known face in poker Promoting it who is a good promoter and That was Brian Micon And you had the unknowns in the background The uh, no, The no namers In poker who were good technically, who were responsible, who were doing things like handling support, handling the money, handling the technical side of things. So it worked. It was running on what was known as the Maven software. If you want to see the Maven software, it's not too hard. You go to the Poker Fraud Alert, No Fraud Online Poker Room, and we run the Maven software. So they always got... The newer versions of the Maven software Before everyone else Uh, It looked like the Author of the Maven software Had some kind of relationship with them That he developed over time And he he also gave them the source code Which I think they bought uh, a license for So they were able to modify it themselves And they did a pretty good job with that as well It was a pretty well run operation Seals with clubs And there was an overwhelmingly Positive view of it Which surprises a lot of people who were critical of Brian Mycon. A lot of people uh, weren't very happy with how Brian Mycon ran the various websites, the various forums we were part of, and people were surprised that such a good deal, such a good job, was done on Seals. Well, on February 11th, this all changed. By the way, I know you haven't talked uh, much. I've been the, uh, I've just been ranting the whole time. But uh, uh, Hot Like Sauce, did you ever play on Seals with Clubs?
1: No, I never really trusted Mikeon. I, I never. SMI is big on that Bitcoin thing. I, uh, I do have some bitcoins that he actually gave me, but um, no, I never got into Bitcoin, man. Did a little Bitcoin mining with SMI, but um, no, I didn't didn't put no money on Bitcoin.
0: So I, uh, so, so you know, he, SMI he, did he play on there?
1: I don't. I, I I think he did put some money on there. Okay, he, he's big into Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm being uh, corrected in the chat—not corrected, but given more detail in the chat—that uh, the name of the technical group that uh, handled seals with clubs was called Seals Team Six.
2: <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah, so okay, uh, Seals Team Six did a good job. I'll give them credit for that. They,
1: you know, real quick, real quick, you know, when he, when he he let out a statement saying that you know all the. Big guys up there and the owners and stuff took a vote, and they said it's time to shut it down. The state of Florida would look at look at that as organized crime, and then he says, "Oh, I got this family trip to Antigua." That would look like unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. I, mean, I don't know. My con's yeah. in trouble.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get to that in a second. What what happened there? So on February eleventh, let's get to it right now. February eleventh, two thousand fifteen. Everything changed. Uh, it's amazing how one day the events of one day can just change your life so much. Uh, February 10th, 2015, Brian Micon didn't have that many cares. He was uh, The only thing that had happened to him in uh, recent days was the loss of his drone. He had been playing with a, one of those drones and lost it in the mountains of Las Vegas and uh, went and bought another one. But that was the only care he had at the time. And uh, his social media posts were mainly focusing upon Asking people to look for his drone if they wanted a reward. That was really the main thing on his mind at the time. That shows you how quickly things were about to change with that really being what was a big deal to him on February 10th. On February 11th at 8 a.m., Brian Mikon was sleeping in his rented house. I, I, In fact, I know the guy who rents to him. Uh, but the door of the rented house was kicked down it was kicked down at eight in the morning on february 11th yeah not i don't mean they knocked on it i don't mean they banged on it or they demanded he open it they actually physically kicked the door down and they immediately found him in the house and marched him downstairs in his underwear and told him to go out on the front lawn as they put him in handcuffs and presented him with a 10-page warrant to search his home. Yeah. So the legal hammer was coming down on Brian Micah. Now, who was this who came to his door? Who was it who kicked down his door at 8 in the morning with a search warrant? Was it the local police? Was it... The Department of Justice. Is this another poker stars like bust by the Department of Justice? Was it the FBI? No, no, and no. It was the Nevada Gaming Commission who does have the authority to have raids like this. They do have the authority to arrest people. They are a law enforcement body in the state of Nevada, and uh, they're equivalent to state police. So basically, the state police. The uh, Nevada Gaming Enforcement In this case more specifically Kicked down his door literally And uh, with 12 guys Or 10 or 12 guys holding guns Pointing guns at him saying Get up, get out Do not interfere with our search And they searched his place Now uh, I will let him I'm sure he'll love this I'm sure he he didn't intend for this uh, Video he made To become part of my show But it's going to anyway uh, Brian Micon I'll have him explain to you in his own words what happened
4: hello the internet Brian Mykon here uh,
0: by the way before we continue the poor sound quality is on his end he did it on a cheap laptop computer that he hastily bought after this raid and I'll let him explain that as well it is story time a lot of you were wondering hey you were off to Twitter for a
4: moment SEALs of Clubs closed down, SWC Poker's opening, management from SEALs of Clubs is leaving, citing, you know, vague circumstances, so I feel, you know, you guys probably want to know what's going on. It's probably proper to do so, so tough, tough spot, but, you know, it's what I came up with. So uh, I'm just going to rip it, tell you guys what happened. On the 11th of February, 2015, 8 a.m., a uh, bunch of guys with guns broke down my door, put me in handcuffs. Uh, served a serving a warrant from the Nevada Gaming Commission regarding seals of clubs and Bitcoin poker. Next 8 hours they stole most of my electronics and as a blogger this is of course seriously hindering uh to my output. Uh apologies for the uh $400 computer camera I don't know why I'm dark and uh, whatever doesn't matter. You know, more important things right now. So uh you know, so at the same time, uh, it, there was an irregularity on one of the seals of club servers hosted by Voxility in Romania, and it's unclear what happened. The system is, of course, very secure and has uh, thwarted hacking attempts in the past. So um, it, it is, uh, you know, it's, it's unclear to me from a technical perspective exactly what went down, but the rest of the seals of clubs management team uh, quit. They did not want to continue after this, and, uh, you know, I, I do. So uh, seals with clubs will continue to wind down. Cash outs are continuing to be processed. All the Bitcoins were safe. Math does not bow to guns. But uh, the SWC poker is – there is a domain that uh, has this
0: – right, Let me stop him for a second here. He's two minutes into the five-minute uh, statement. So – he talked about how there was an irregularity at the Seals with Clubs server that was hosted out of Romania. And between that and the raid occurring at right around the same time on February 11th, uh, the other owners of Seals with Clubs were spooked, and rightfully so. They were terrified that not only had uh, Brian Mike on the face of the site had his home raided and all of his electronics taken and uh, which may have had information on who these other guys were but uh, also with weirdness going on on the seals with club server itself that they couldn't explain they were afraid that uh, the hammer was about to come down on them as well so the other owners of seals said ah ah, ah we're out of here <laughs> we're done we're quitting no more for us that's uh, it's been fun mike on but we're we're not doing this anymore this is not worth it to us we're we're stopping this right now before it gets any worse so taking a page out of sites like poker stars that were allowed to cash people out after the bust came down on them they figured their best course of action was to shut down seals and to basically make sealswithclubs.eu a cash-out page, which uh, people could use to get their money out. And in their defense, they, people were getting the cash-outs pretty quickly. Um, now, I'm going to read to you what it says on uh, – actually, I'll read it after the mic on statement. But uh, there is a statement on, on sealswithclubs.eu as to the whole situation. Uh, I do want to say before I continue this video that initially they were not telling the truth about what happened. Initially, they claimed that it was a hardware failure. On February 11th, they were saying that there was a total hardware failure. They say, okay, we're coming back up shortly. Oh, never mind. Still problems. Uh, We'll let you know when we come back. And then they announced uh, um, no ETA. We're not sure when we're coming back. And then it sat that way until this statement was made on uh, February 20th, just four days ago, as to uh, what really happened. Uh, They do not explain in this statement why they initially lied. Now, it is true they did have server issues on February 11th, but that's not the reason it went down. It went down because they took it down because they were scared. Uh, I understand. I think they did the right thing, but I I don't know why they lied to people. But that's that's not a big deal here. At least they're paying out. At least it looks like those involved with SEALs of clubs were honorable. So what is Brian Micon's future? He talked about in the first two minutes of this video what happened, how he wants to continue SEALs and the others don't. What else is happening and what is the future? We'll let him explain. Short video. up
4: At this stage and a team that I've assembled over the last few days is working extremely hard to to reboot it. So very, very soon, you will see an swcpoker.eu with the 2.0 software. And uh, I was already planning a trip to Antigua. We were going to take a family vacation for an extended period of time, play some online poker, explore some business ideas, just relax. Uh, unfortunately, the the, uh, the timing of which was only a few weeks after this happened. So uh, after the I was let out in handcuffs in my underwear, <laughs> Uh, you know, it was uh, pretty clear that it was proper to leave sooner rather than later, and I didn't really want my two-year-old daughter, whom I love very much, to grow up in a police state where creativity is uh, often met with you know, guns and handcuffs and whatnot, and that's just not the environment I think is proper for a for a, my, my daughter to grow up in. That's not what I want to teach her is, is, is proper. And uh, This is the, uh, the short story of what happened and, uh, it was a search warrant from Nevada Gaming regarding seals with clubs and Bitcoin poker that was served at gunpoint and I was handcuffed and let out half naked into my front lawn. And, uh, this is just of course, uh, you know, a symptom of, of how a police state acts and they enforce, um, you know, they, they had, uh, made it clear that they had, uh, were very familiar with my social feeds and, and my, my entire output as a
0: Uh, So let me stop him right there. So uh, basically, first of all, I want to say I believe his account of what occurred. There's some conspiracy theorists out there that think things like maybe he didn't really get raided. This is just an excuse. Maybe he's not even really in Antigua. Uh, Maybe he's exaggerating about the number of people that came over. He's just trying to get attention. I believe his story. I believe what he said there. Uh, From what I know of Brian Micon, from when we were friends for years, uh, he wouldn't come out and just lie about this. That's not in his makeup to do. That's not what he would do. I believe his account is most likely accurate of what happened. Uh, However, he's throwing in some editorializing here that I can't say I agree with. That uh, this is a symptom of living in a police state. No, it's a symptom of running an unlicensed gambling site, which that's what it was, in the state of Nevada and competing with licensed gambling sites in Nevada and doing so illegally. And just like anything that you are doing that's illegal, at some point, the hammer may come down on you. At some point, they may arrest you. This is always the risk you take when you do illegal things. This is the risk that Chad Ellie and other payment processors took when they processed online poker payments to U.S. players. This is the chance that pimps and prostitutes take when they... uh, Make their services available to the public? This is the <laughs> chance that uh, drug dealers take? I'm not making all these equivalent, but I'm just saying when you commit these crimes, you can have the opinion that these things should not be illegal. But if they are illegal and you're breaking the law, you're taking a chance that this may happen. And you can't blame a, quote, police state when they come down on you. I'll tell you, the type of thing you could blame on a police state is something like those, uh, those civil forfeiture searches where they would uh, pull cars over on the road – just for the purpose of seizing whatever they have, even though they haven't committed any crimes. That's something you could say is indicative of a police state, not this. You were going to say something. What was your commentary here?
1: Uh, yeah, the um, the warrant was a Nevada revised statute, uh, 46375010B. It's the operation of an interactive gaming site without the license uh, required by law. So... Yeah, he's definitely doing illegal business, Mm -hmm. and they had every right to go open his house.
0: Yeah, (laughs) look, you may enjoy playing online poker. You may enjoy Bitcoin poker. You may have loved Seals, and Seals may have been a very good site that was keeping your money safe and doing everything right. But that does not mean that he isn't breaking the law. That doesn't mean that they didn't leapfrog and avoid the whole regulatory process they couldn't have get li- they couldn't have gotten licensed in nevada anyway but uh, they were definitely breaking the law by offering these games and when you do that then you can get arrested it's very simple if you live in a society with laws and you break those laws and you knowingly break the laws when you get arrested you can't complain you're taking a risk no, no, I, don't. <laughs> so I i don't yeah. understand that uh, part.
1: you know when he uh, when he comes back into the country, I'm wondering if he ha- will have a problem with the Interpol. So tomorrow, I'm actually going to contact some of my sources at Interpol and see what happens if he tries to come back in the country.
0: I, I don't think he's going to, and he's. Uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. I don't think he's going to come back for a long time or ever. The journalist
4: and uh, they uh, the Nevada game. They, it's it, it's unfortunate that they they knew about a two year old uh, child in the home and yet still felt necessary to bring many 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 men with with guns pointed at me. They know I'm a nonviolent person. They know I'm a peaceful man uh, who has a baby and a wife within his house, and they still felt the need to, you know, they don't, no call. No, I asked them straight up. I was just kind of wondering, like, why wouldn't you call me? Like, well, you know, you know I'm a reasonable person. You know, you've been reading my feeds, as, as you said. You know, it's, uh...
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Why didn't you call me before you searched my house? That kind of defeats the purpose of a search warrant. Uh, A search warrant is to search premises without the person living in the premises having a chance to destroy evidence. Uh, I know if I was breaking the law and I got a call from the police saying, hey, Todd, we're going to come down and search your house in half an hour, so can you let us in? I say, oh, okay, sure. And then what I would immediately do is destroy everything I could that could incriminate me. (laughs) I mean that's what anyone would do. So you can't – they can't call ahead before they uh, serve a search warrant on you. There's no point of a search warrant if you're going to warn the person you're going to search. I can say that he has a point in that bringing – Ten armed men there pointing guns at him was overkill. I I agree that he doesn't have any kind of violent history. I, I could never see Brian Micon ending up in a uh, standoff with uh, an armed standoff with the police about this. Uh, I I think if they kicked down his door, if they really felt necessary to do that, to bring the surprise element there uh, and then said, you know, this is the police come down immediately uh, you know, a few officers there would have been fine. And then they could have, uh, you know, put him aside in handcuffs or whatever they need to do, or even just sit him down on the side while they search him and just watch him closely, whatever they need to do. Uh, they don't need to bring him downstairs and, hang, you know, outside on the lawn in handcuffs. I think they, were, they overdid it, but this is common. Um, I knew back in the 80s, I used to be involved in the, the, the phone and computer hacker culture in the 80s, back when I was a teenager. And I knew a guy who, he was a minor too that he wasn't even committing major crimes. It's not like he was uh, hacking into the government or anything. This is just a guy who was uh, doing some minor things that were against the law through uh, telephone and computer hacking. He had something similar occur. They didn't break down his door, but they knocked on his door, and when he opened, uh, he saw his house was surrounded by officers with rifles and who were pointing guns at him. And then they put him in handcuffs, and they took his computer— and they tore apart his room and searched everything and took a bunch of crap. And then they left, just like with Brian on They didn't charge him with any crime, which Brian's going to tell you in a second on this video. But uh, uh, he, later on, he was charged, but the charges were dropped. And it turned out, you know, this whole thing wasn't that big of a deal, but they still brought like like eight officers to surround the guy's house and uh, at gunpoint to conduct the search. It's not like on TV, where they get a search warrant for a murderer's home, and then the two heroes of the show show up on their own with it. Like, I mean, this is some – you'll take things that are much more minor than that, like the situation with SEALs or like my friend back in the 80s, and, uh, and they still surround the house with like 10 officers. They, it's totally overkill, and, and the reason it's especially overkill is that uh, let's say you call up uh, the police and say, hey, I, I think someone's breaking into my house right now. Uh, they're not going to send 10 officers over there, but they do it for these searches, which is weird because the search in these type of situations of white collar criminals uh it's much less danger to the officers than uh, responding to a a break in where the uh, person <laughs> breaking in can point, be armed Tom. so so yeah they overdid it i i agree with him there they overdid it but but for him to say hey i'm reasonable call me beforehand is a joke and uh, i i don't know why he says <laughs> something like that i, I think it's you, uh,
1: you know it'd be great if uh if next time he shows up in handcuffs he handcuffs a Jenny arson they hop <laughs> out of the paddy wagon together <laughs>
0: All right. So, <laughs> I mean, if Jennifer Larson was in uh, Nevada, they probably, uh, maybe, they would have searched her the same day. All right, let's let's go on here.
1: Very weak
4: answers to that, and obviously, it's it's against all rational thought that uh, to think that they that you know ten ten men with guns would need to uh, you know you can you can steal my equipment if just the ten men sit outside, you knock on the door, maybe you call them, you're know, like, hey, I'm going to steal your equipment, or we're going to come in with guns. Okay, you know, I'll come out with my hands up, you know, take the equipment. But uh, you know that I don't think that's right either. I don't think it's right to steal, guys. I got stuff like that. You know, I don't think I was doing anything unethical. And, uh, you know, so it's a big mess, of course, you know, from a personal perspective. But going forward, from a business perspective, we're going to relaunch SWC poker. I'm going to have to really get out of that habit. But, um, very traumatizing for the family, of course. But, you know, we're doing all right here in Antigua. It's beautiful. It's much less. It's not a police state. It's everybody's nice. It's really a nice change. But... Uh, We will uh, see you later on the swcpoker.eu and I'll have more updates later. Thank you for watching.
0: That was his statement. That's the only video statement he's made, though he's made other statements in a written format since then. Um, It it kind of perplexed me how he either didn't understand or was making himself not understand uh, why this happened. They didn't steal his equipment. They took his equipment to search for evidence of a crime that had been committed and there was a crime committed. I mean, it wasn't a crime against individuals, but it was a crime uh, against the laws of the state of Nevada regarding online gaming and running an online gaming site. So they, they took, they have the right to take things in your home that are deemed likely to be used in the commission of a crime. If they, you know, they present this evidence to a judge and the judge says, yes, I agree. Uh, they, they have a right to do it. And it's not like this is someone who wasn't involved and got all his stuff taken. And I would say this is awful. That's, that's pretty bad that they didn't get this right. But, but I mean, he, he was one of the owners. Of course they searched his house. Of course they took his stuff. And that's, that's what happens if you are knowingly breaking the law as he was there. So they didn't steal his equipment. They, they confiscated it for the purpose of searching it. And by the way, he does have a right to recover this equipment if they decide not to charge him. But uh, they took his equipment and uh, are obviously going through it to see what they can find. No news on what's happened with that since then. Did not charge him with anything. They just left. He said they were there eight hours. He said that somewhere else. Uh, So after eight hours of searching his place, they said, thank you very much. Goodbye. We'll be in touch. Didn't tell him not to leave. (laughs) Didn't arrest him. Didn't tell him not to leave the country, which I find kind of odd. Uh, It had to be like a fishing expedition because – if they had enough evidence to charge him with anything, you would have thought they would have to at least stop him from fleeing or make a crime out of fleeing. Uh, now he's actually leaving without being charged with a crime and he could actually make a strong case that he has not been a fugitive from justice, that he just uh, you know, like he said in the video, I, I don't want my daughter growing up in a police state, which I don't believe is the reason he left. We all know the reason he left because he, he didn't want to be charged with that crime. He didn't want to be arrested. He didn't want to go to prison. But... uh I don't know why they did not charge him with anything or confiscate his passport or anything like that, but uh, probably a mistake on the part of the police, but maybe at the time they did not have enough to charge him. Maybe they couldn't tell the difference without performing this search of him being an owner versus him being an employee. Though him being an employee is also against the law, technically. I don't know why they didn't charge him. If they, were, I think it was just sloppy police work, but whatever. Uh, he got lucky there that they didn't do that, and uh, he was able to leave. He was able to buy an immediate plane ticket to Antigua and uh, has permanently <laughs> moved there with his wife and two-year-old daughter. Now... He said something about the family taking a vacation to Antigua, that they were planning on that anyway. I can tell you that uh, while the vacation part isn't really accurate, he is again telling the truth. I have from reliable sources that he was planning to do this anyway, that he was planning to move to Antigua to continue running SEALs. Specifically to avoid something like this. Now he didn't have a tip off, as far as I know, that they're going to come get him. He just thought that at some point the hammer will come down, and he wants to beat the hammer. Well, he didn't beat the hammer. The hammer beat him. Uh, he wasn't able. Maybe to Maybe they got
1: the tip off. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I that's don't know why they
1: move so fast. I mean, right? That's a, that's a good point. Could you ever? Could you ever put? Yeah. Could you ever put money on? Like he said, he's going to reopen swc.poker.eu or whatever the hell he's talking about. Could you ever put money on that site? I mean, after what just happened.
0: Well, I mean, I I obviously didn't play on the previous one because he was involved with it and we didn't get along. But, uh, um, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit of, uh, you know, can you trust it at that point after what happened to the first one? But so the first one, the first one, in some ways, it was a success story for the players that they still paid out even after the events of February 11th. And this is honestly going to bring more people to the new seals that Micon starts up. Uh, but there's more to this, and I'm going to read the statement on February 20th regarding SEALs shutting down. Because uh, prior to February 20th, they hadn't announced that SEALs was uh, going to be gone. It was just saying, uh, we're still down. It, f- it showed a picture of Spock crying, saying, mathematically so- uh, mathematically sobbing, it said. And it was uh, very strongly, not just implying, but stating that they are going to come back up. They're not sure when, they don't have an ETA, but they're going to come back up, SEALS. Well, that changed on February 20th, nine days after it went down, supposedly from hardware failures. This was written on February 20th, and you can see it, you can read along on sealswithclubs.eu. Loyal players. Effective immediately, SEALS with Clubs will cease providing Bitcoin poker and will be shutting down all operations except to allow player funds to be withdrawn for a limited period of time. Seals with, Seals with Clubs is and has been completely solvent up to this point in operations. We urge all players to withdraw their funds as soon as possible. Players should cease all activity to their account. Uh, deposit addresses now. Sorry, I just got a text. I, I realized that uh, that uh, Cupid guy who's going to come on here, uh, uh, he was scheduled to be on already. I'm going to ask him to wait a bit uh. So can you wait a bit? I'm in. I'm in the middle of something.
1: Druff, hey, hey, While you're taking a second, let me um, real quick, if you don't mind, I want to give a shout out to my nephew Christian. I know he's listening, and I just want to say I love you, bud.
0: Uh-oh. And, and thank you for having me. Okay. Uh, we're, we're having some uh, tra- we're having some connection problems. Let me let me try to uh, disconnect you. You and call you right back. I'll try to reconnect him here. Just as he gives a shout out to his uh, Nephew We have these connection issues
1: How's that?
0: That's better at the moment Uh, We may want to turn off the webcam Maybe if that's the issue But uh, right. so let's Let's get back to the Statement on approximately February 11, 2015, several events occurred related to operational security that we considered to indicate Seals with Clubs now operates in a perpetual state of jeopardy. And by the way, this is not written by Micon. This is written by uh, one of the other owners. We will not divulge details publicly, but they may come to light if any team member chooses to come forward on their own volition at a later date. And I guess Micon did that. Uh, All player funds and data remain intact and the issue is not software related. We do not believe any of our Bitcoin wallets used in operations to be compromised or lost. However, this event has made the majority vote of ownership and the team agree that shutting down operations is the best move for safety and security purposes. Obviously, this is very different than uh, we had a hardware failure, which was a lie back on February 11th. Uh, Or is it mostly a lie? This is them coming clean, basically. They weren't saying directly what happened, but uh, this is basically saying we're scared shitless and we're taking it down. We're not going on anymore. Goes on to write this. Seals with Club's chairman, Brian Micon, would like to carry forward the business with his own team currently settled in Antigua but the majority ownership cannot guarantee the future security, solvency, and integrity of that operation because there will be no administrative oversight carried over from Seals with Clubs. That's a very, very important statement. i read it again. Seals with Clubs chairman Brian Micon would like to carry forward the business with his own team, but the majority ownership cannot guarantee the future security, solvency, And integrity of that operation, because there will be no administrative oversight carried over from SEALs with clubs. That's a big deal. They're trying to say he's by himself. Yeah, he's by himself, and everything that made this site secure doesn't exist anymore. Everything that we knew was great about SEALs on the new SEALs is going to be different. So forget everything you knew about the previous SEALs. It does not apply to the new SEALs. This is what we're trying to say. They go on to say, members of the SEALs with Clubs team and ownership are not ones to lightly endorse anything, not even our own long-standing trustworthy team members, which is why nobody ever makes a sole decision. The dynamic has saved, or sorry, this dynamic has saved the business several times throughout the years. So they're trying to say that uh, the fact that one person couldn't screw everything up actually saved the business from collapsing several times throughout their three-plus years of operation. Which is, They don't give details, but it's interesting that they're claiming that uh, had they not had this in place, Seals with Clubs would have collapsed. They fired his ass. <laughs> well, actually, that's not quite true. He, uh, they quit and left him there. But uh, this is interesting with them saying that uh, this wouldn't have survived as it was if one person had all the power. So they went on to say, with Micon operating on his own, with his own team, the checks and balances we have kept in place against one another internally for three plus years will have been removed. So this is an interesting statement. This is different than, well, we're not going on with this, but we think Micon's a great guy. We think he's a wonderful guy. We think he's a trustworthy guy. And while we cannot guarantee your funds, uh, we think it's a great decision to go on, continue playing with him. Uh, we have full trust in his operation of it. Again, we're not guaranteeing it, but we fully trust him. Uh, we think everything will be fine from what we know of. They, they don't say that. In fact, they're saying we would not have survived if we had one person making all the decisions. Everything that kept us in place is now gone. So keep that in mind before you play there. That's that's not exactly a ringing endorsement. And this is this is not me trying to bash Mike on. Read that paragraph for yourself. This is what they're saying. They are saying we can't endorse it. They're saying that the way it's going to be, the previous business would not have survived, because I said the yeah. dynamic of the checks and balances has quote saved the business several times throughout the years. So uh, they're saying.
1: A, sorry.
0: Yeah, no, you, he's sorry. He's an absolute moron. You know, they, they had to
1: think this guy was a fucking idiot. I was listening to this show one time, and he's always stoned when he's fucking has a show, and he has the guest on there, and I hear him ask the questions, but I can't hear the response, and then he responds to the guest, and then like a half hour into the show, he's like, "Oh God, sorry, I had him on mute," you know, he's all stoned all the time. I'm like, "Get this fucking guy out of here."
0: Well, as, as they go on in this uh, statement. Uh, As the majority ownership and team will not go forward with operations, but Micon is still in a position to do so, it makes most sense to hand off assets to Micon in order to enable him to provide players with the best Bitcoin experience that he can. Micon has been extremely enthusiastic and dedicated to Seals with Clubs for longer than any member of Seals with Clubs historically, and we truly believe he wants what's best for its players. So that's a little bit different. They are giving a little bit of an endorsement here the previous paragraph is saying everything that saved Seals of the Clubs and left us with such integrity is now going to be gone in the new version. Here they're saying he's enthusiastic about it and he's very dedicated to Seals, so uh, we believe he wants what's best for his players. And I, I do believe that Micon is starting the new Seals with good intentions. I don't think he's starting this as a scam. I don't think he's starting this intending to steal your money. I don't think so. I think he really wants the new Seals to be like the old seals, I believe that's his intention. Okay, so there's there's no question about that in my mind. Uh, so I think that's what they're saying here, and I believe them. I think their judgment on that one is correct. Uh,
1: Mike Mike Con wants the casino. You know, he wants to put some slots over there on SWC. He,
0: he, I mean, that might come eventually. We'll see. I, uh, right now, it's just going to be Bitcoin <laughs> poker. But he writes. Uh, uh, we've made considerable effort and expense on Seals with Clubs 2.0 software over an extended period of time. We are transferring the rights of that package in full to Mycon with the understanding he will remain faithful to the revenue share and licensing agreement uh, Seals with Clubs had with its primary developers that continue to work on it. Uh, we suspect the primary, primary developers will gladly continue working with Mycon. Mycon will also be provided with the swcpoker.eu domain from which we were planning to continue operations for once Steel of the Clubs 2.0 was ready to deploy. Uh, As such, we believe Micon will have all the resources at his disposal to bring the new site up, backed by the new SWC 2.0 software at rapid pace. So uh, apparently they were developing a new piece of software that was a lot better than this Maven software. They were calling it 2.0. I think they acquired it from a different Bitcoin poker site that just never caught on. I forgot the name of it, but... uh, They acquired some other software, worked on it themselves, and from what I've heard from people who have used it, it is much better, and it is a good piece of poker software. So it was just about ready. It was in beta when this all happened. So it was going to come up very soon. In fact, from what I hear, the plan was that MyCon was going to move to Antigua anyway, and uh, right around with the time when they were going to start this uh, Seals of Clubs 2.0, and they were actually going to start seals of clubs 2.0 on this new swc poker.eu domain but instead because this all happened on the 11th they just handed it off to mike on and said here you take it you you have it you, we, we you, don't want you it anymore. you
1: get arrested you get arrested
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah they're like oh, you never uh, we spent money on this thing but uh, you can have it now it's it's all yours it's that's something we don't want to touch anymore uh, I wonder if they were I wonder if they
1: were uh listening to his phone calls and he was talking about going to Antigua and like we better move on this guy now.
0: Well, I I think that uh I don't I don't know how they felt about him going to Antigua before all this happened, but I know after all this happened, they just wanted out. They they wanted out completely. They were terrified that they were going to be the next ones to be raided and arrested and they wanted to uh lower the chances of that all they could. They couldn't go back in time and erase their involvement in seals, but they could at least shut it down immediately and uh, pay out people and have the best defense if they ever are arrested. So uh, then they go on to say that the traditional SWC 1.0 clients and server based upon the Maven software will be retired. And so they go on giving an explanation about uh, operational security considerations. But I think what's happening, I think that they are retiring the maven software i think the guy who wrote the maven software probably requested it he probably said hey i don't want any part of this either anymore please i I think he was being compensated beyond just them buying the source code to license it i I have a feeling that uh, his software package being used on a commercial site like seals with clubs i think he was getting something i don't know if he had a tiny percentage ownership or or right. maybe even more right. than a tiny person. But I think he had some kind of deal with them. But once this all went down, he was one of the people going, hey, I want out. Now, I'm just guessing at this one. I have no uh, – I've seen it theorized on the forum, and I think it's a, a good uh, a good theory. I saw that too. Yeah. So
1: you, th- you think with all the drones he used to flying around, he would have had one in the air and saw them coming. He's talking about knocking <laughs> on the door. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's right. He should have had the drone hovering the whole time. And then he could have had warning. <laughs> put, that, put that thing to good use. Okay, so uh, – Anyway, uh, I have a feeling the guy behind the Maven software, his name is Kenneth Briggs, and I'm not outing anything. This guy makes his name very public. I I have a feeling that he may have been receiving some kind of compensation for it being used on SEALs, and uh, whatever it is, they're not going to use that anymore. And you would think if they weren't quite ready with a 2.0 software, why wouldn't they just throw up the old software in the meantime? I think the fact that they're just not coming up until the new software is available uh, is indicative that probably the owner of the Maven software just uh, did not want any part of that anymore. That's just my guess again. So they go on to say that
1: oh, I'm real excited to see what happens with this thing, You know, in the next few weeks. I, I think
0: everybody is. I think everybody is. It's, <laughs> it's an interesting story. You know, Regardless if you like Mike on or don't like him or you're neutral, it's an interesting story. I would find this very interesting even if I never knew Mike on at all. But, of course, yeah, to me it's-, it's very interesting since this is someone I was – good friends with for years and then it went from that to uh, a very bitter and bad relationship so imagine
1: if you stayed with imagine if you stayed with them you'd be might be in jail too here no i, uh, I wouldn't there. have been i
0: thought about this before too it's you bring up a good point i thought about yeah. this before Short, shortly after i left Donk down and he got involved with seals and was plugging it very very hard and i heard that he actually owned part of it i said to someone you know what I would have had to leave anyway because I couldn't have. I would not have continued being part of Donk Down with it being kind of a promotional arm of an illegal online poker site. I just I wasn't going to risk that. I wasn't going to risk going to prison myself. So so I actually would have bailed out. It wouldn't have been as bitter. Of course, I would have. It would have been a, a very amicable parting. But I, I would have had to leave anyway. Anyway, i uh, love to see the
1: I'd love to see the thriller dance right now. His little thriller moves. <laughs>
0: the thriller dance. <laughs> okay, so uh, he writes. Are they right there? The majority ownership and team wish while they while we wish the best for Mycon and his operation. We prioritize remaining faithful to our players' balances and security first and foremost. The sealswithclubs.eu domain related social media accounts and support email addresses for the for the duration that they are still active and being checked will solely be used for administrating and paying out remaining player withdrawal requests. In the, in the event the domain is seized or the current withdrawal server is made inoperational during the period withdrawals are still being administered, a signed message from HDEV or XDEV, those are the two technical people that are writing this, uh, will provide definitive instructions for players to continue making withdrawal requests, assuming we're still available and able to draft such a message. I mean, that's kind of ominous. Like, uh, assume, assuming we're still around, we'll, we'll make your withdrawals. Yeah. So anyway, uh, then it goes on to say, please note that withdrawals will only be open for a limited period of time and be solely administered by those uninvolved with Micon's new operation who have been charged historically with maintaining seals with club solvency. Now, what the hell does that mean? Let me say it again. That means
1: it's it's only Micon.
0: Everybody else left. Well, yes, but what does this mean about the past? <laughs> what, this, what this means about the past is that Micon has never touched the money. MYCON's has never had access to the money. Listen again. Please note that withdrawals will only be open for a limited period of time and be solely administered by those uninvolved with Micon's new operation who have been charged historically, that's the key word, with maintaining seals with Club solvency. That means we were the ones, the guys writing this message, we were the ones who were handling all the money. We were the ones who were holding the money. Micon never had access to it. We're the ones who have been cashing you out this whole time. We will be the ones continuing to cash you out, and Micon will never be able to touch that money. He never has. He never will. So uh, that's a very important fact there, and that's something to keep in mind when you say, well, I'm going to play on the new SEALs because Micon did such a great job holding my funds the first time. No, he didn't. The other guys held your funds. Now, I'm not saying if Mykon holds your funds, he's going to lose them. I'm just saying that he was not involved in that it's just like when PokerStars when they had their bust on Black Friday on April 15 2011 um, if one of the customer support staff of PokerStars started their own poker site you couldn't say well I'm going to trust this guy to hold my money because uh, PokerStars paid me out when they went down well someone would say that's ridiculous he's not the one who paid you he never had access to it he just worked there well Mycon didn't just work there but he didn't have access to the money so I'll give the props to HDEV and Dev and whoever else were holding the money that they didn't blow it, that they really held the money they said they were holding. Props to them for that. They were responsible. They were ethical. Good for them. But Mike, I never had access, which I didn't know until I read that statement. I had no idea. I always assumed he had at least some access to it, but he had none. And I'm getting that right from that statement, not from any kind of uh, insider knowledge so that's very important to keep in mind uh, from that statement that they've historically been charged with making that uh, – with, with doing the withdrawals, withholding the money. Can I ask you, th- can I ask you this?
1: Uh, yeah. now, now that you know that and you, 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 you thought that Mike Conn had touched the money before, possibly had access to it, now that you know he didn't have access, could you? what, what do you think would have happened if he did have access to all that money? Do you think he would have uh, been foolish with it and not as ethical as these other gentlemen, or do you think he would have preserved his name and uh, done what was right with the money?
0: I, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. It's 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 really too hard to tell. That's why I'm saying I'm not going to make any – statements or or predictions of what would have happened or what will happen with uh, going forward when he holds the money i'm just saying telling everyone he wasn't holding the money and that's not me being a hater or bashing this is just the fact he didn't hold the money so if you want to give credit to people who didn't blow the money and had it for you give it to hdev and xdev he didn't hold the money and that's from their own statement there so i mean that's it's uh, it's very simple Uh, are you still here? I think we're losing our co-host. Uh, I mean, he he never had access to to that to that money. <laughs> never will. Uh, I kind of blew these. I was <laughs> saying never had it, never will. I think we lost our co-host. By the way, let me play that sound clip again. I got to get these ready before the show. The other sufferings never had it, ha ha ha, never will. Never had it, never will. That's That was they were saying about Micon and the money there. Uh, it's the truth. That, that's their own statement there. That's from sealswithclubs.eu. Uh, it goes on to say this. Uh... In line with remaining faithful player security, we will not be providing Mikon or his teams with account passwords or authentication information or balance details. We will provide to him account names and the current email addresses associated with them, as well as the Krill amount associated with each account. This should allow his team, if they choose, to reserve usernames and email password resets to users as well as honor their Krill amounts. Micon will be provided with the current email address and account names of any affiliate accounts and associates, uh, associated accounts under that so he can choose to remain true to them in their affiliate program. I reiterate for emphasis, they write, Micon nor his team have not and will not be provided access to Seals with Clubs player funds or account credentials at any time. This limitation is not placed in order, to hinder, in order to hinder Micon or his operation, but rather to remain true to Seals with Club's administration commitment to player security and balance integrity to the very end. Well, I reiterate for emphasis. I mean, that's, that's pretty uh, strong there in the statement. That's pretty strong. Let me get our co-host back, by the way. We lost our co-host here. Let me add him back here. Just outright lost him. Let's see if we can get him. There we go. You're back.
1: Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: All right. So very good. So anyway, they are reiterating that he not only had access, no access to the money, but he also had no access to the passwords. He had no access to the Balance details, he couldn't even see how much money you had in your account, and he never had access to the authentication information, that he basically had access to nothing, and that he was, I mean, they're not saying this part directly, but you can read between the lines, he was the promotional guy. He was a promotional guy who was rewarded with a percentage ownership. Again, they don't say that directly, but uh, uh, basically, when he came to them all that time ago saying, I want to help. And they gave him this percentage that I heard was 50%. They said, okay, but you're never going to have the keys to the castle. You're never going to have access to this stuff. We only trust ourselves, and we don't trust you completely. How, how much
1: do we know that this is true? I mean this is what these guys are saying, but you know, there's three sides to every story. And there's his and there, side, this side, and the truth.
0: I mean there are. There are. and uh, But I, these guys have been – I've watched them. They, they're very straightforward – uh, they're like straight shooters, except for this lie on Fe- on February eleventh about why they went down. Which I can understand why they were not ready to tell everyone that yet. These guys have been pretty straightforward in all their dealings. They've been very—they're uh, the opposite of flamboyant or, or drama queens. They they really just kind of you know tell you how it is and, and that's it. I I can't see them making all this up. They're not directly saying. Micon never had access to any of it, but they're so close to saying that uh, you'd have to be an idiot not to assume that from what they're saying, how they were historically (coughs) charged sorry about that they're historically charged uh, to maintain it the money on there, and that he won't have access to these details, well, if he had access before and they took it away from him you would think they would say that, like, he used to have access, but we removed it from him, they don't say that they're just saying, he's not going to get access He doesn't have access. The only way they can make such a strong statement of he doesn't have access to your details is that he never had it, especially when they say that they historically are the ones who have been paying everyone out. It's very clear to me and to others I know who've read this that basically they made him the promotional guy, which he did a good job with. He was a good promoter, but they made him the promotional guy and nothing else. He may have had decision-making power when they would uh, decide the way the company would go. In various ways, he might have had uh, power in that way, but they never let him have access to those things. And now they're saying what we wouldn't let him have before, he's going to have now completely. That's basically what they're saying. And uh, they're not saying you can't trust him. They're not saying he's a bad guy. They're not saying he's a scammer or a thief. They're just saying that he never managed this before, and now he's going to. They're not saying that directly, but that's what they're saying there. He never had access to any of this before. And now he's going to have access to all of this, and he's going to run all this side of things. So uh, they're basically saying, you know, it's at your own risk. There, it's not the same seals anymore. Is basically what they're saying. And I was surprised. I was really surprised to see that he didn't have access to these things. I, I had always thought that. Uh, I, I always wonder with the, you know with the original seals. Um, how does one person? who's running seals know that the other is not going to run off with all the Bitcoin one day. It didn't happen. They didn't run off with it, but I was wondering like, how do they trust each other? How do they know? What do they have in place to prevent this? And I still don't have the answer to that. Um, I don't know how Mycon could have prevented these guys from running off with it. Uh, maybe they, these other people split it 50, 50 or something like holding the Bitcoin. Well, what was that?
1: multiple signatures and multiple signatures to which are all a massive amount of bitcoins
0: at one time maybe i don't think that's possible with bitcoin i think you just have access to the wallet and that's it then you, right, you you're could, right you're right you, i mean you you're could right. just uh it, it's strange by the way maybe you turn off the webcam you're getting kind of uh choppy again can you turn off the webcam okay. i think maybe that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's causing this Give me a second. okay all so right. go on so anyway uh Mycon is claiming that Seals is going to come back up. The SWC poker is going to come up fairly soon, like within days. Now, this, of course, begs the question of under what circumstances will the new one come up? And uh, so he did an interview with Poker News regarding uh, what happened. And I'm not going to read that whole thing because a lot of it repeats stuff I've already told you here. But I am going to uh, read the relevant parts, the statements that he's made that were not in his video statement. Uh, He talked about – this is what he had to say about uh, the raid and how it uh, affected his family. He said, my daughter was extremely scared. She didn't cry. She simply hugged my wife and me and stayed with us. Right now my family's fine even if sometimes when I sleep I still see those guys pointing guns at me right to my head. he also said it was a it was it has been a big violation of my personal freedom even if the state wanted to take action against me even if they wanted to take all my electronics as they did a raid like that one was completely unnecessary. it's easy to tell I'm not the kind of person you need a raid like that for it's pretty well known I'm a nonviolent man uh, but now as far as what he had to say regarding uh, what occurred. He said, uh, the police came to his apartment by breaking the front door at 8 a.m. Las Vegas time on Friday morning. That's February 11th. Pointed guns at him and handcuffed him in front of his family for some causes that are yet to be fully understood. I was not formally charged with any crime. The agent served me with a warrant for the Nevada Gaming Commission, but I am not a lawyer and I don't understand a lot of what is in it he says he doesn't understand the warrant. <laughs> now you could say okay he's not a lawyer you know why are you laughing at that well his wife is a lawyer so i don't understand why his wife couldn't read it and explain it to him. Now this may not have been her area of expertise but but certainly somebody who was a practicing attorney not in the state of Nevada but uh, she was a practicing attorney in a different state uh, at one point. Uh definitely she has the capability to read a search warrant and understand what's in it. I mean, I'm not an attorney and I could read it and do it. So that's, it's very strange. I, I can't even explain that part. Uh, warrant at hand, Michael, uh, Mike, Mike told poker news that the accusations moved against him included the violation of Nevada rise, Nevada revised statute, NRS 463.750, and the operation of an interactive gaming site without all appropriate licenses as required by state law. NRS 463.160. I have looked these up, but I'm not a lawyer and did not really understand what all this means, Mikon explained. He added that the warrant issued by the NGC included, quote, at least 10 other similar points. So, uh, that's uh, interesting. Now, he, he claimed in this article that he's uh, considering getting the new seals licensed in Antigua. Uh, he, he said, according to Mike on the so-called Seals of the Clubs 2.0 poker software, which he plans to license in Antigua, quote, we are still exploring all options, but that's the plan, he said. Well, it's not that simple to get licensed in Antigua. Now, most people probably know Antigua as being a Caribbean country where a lot of online gambling sites exist. So and they also had a Pretty well-known World Trade Organization case against the United States when the United States was making it illegal to play on these uh, gambling sites hosted out of Antigua that that was uh, a violation of uh, World Trade Organization agreements. So Antigua is kind of bitter towards the U.S. So I'm sure that's why MyCon chose that place to move to to run Seals. So at first glance, you may say, "All right, well." good you know he's going to run it from a country that's not going to harass him that does have online gaming and they don't like the U.S. so they probably won't cooperate very much or at all and uh, obviously he can run from there without trouble but don't be so certain there is a licensing process in Antigua that is more strict than you think now one of the main features of Seals with Clubs was that you did not have to register on the site at all. You didn't have to give them your name, your address, your ID. They like to say, no docs required. And they were, they were right. You didn't even have to give an email if you didn't want to. He claims the new version will require an email, but that's it. That you won't have to give your name, your address, any identifying documents. Well, unfortunately, that is illegal in Antigua. In Antigua, they have regulations as to what you can and can't do with one of these sites. In addition, it's expensive to get uh, licensed there. I believe it's a uh, seventy-five thousand British pound initial licensing fee, plus like a hundred thousand pounds a year, something like that. Something that's uh, quite expensive to do. You have to have a an operation that's making a good amount of money to even break even with those licensing costs. You can't just run some tiny online gambling site out of there and expect to be okay. You'll never break even with the licensing fees. But here are the, uh, here are some cliff notes from the licensing document from the official government website of Antigua regarding this matter. Uh, for example, any company wanting a gaming license must be incorporated under the laws of Antigua. So he's got to be incorporated. If they're going to be launching in the next few days, I doubt that has happened. Any owner with more than 5% stake must be, must complete a personal declaration, which includes where all your money came from in the last five years and details if you've ever been arrested, regardless if charges were laid. So I... I Don't think they're going to like that very much, hearing that he was just uh, raided in Las Vegas days before coming to Antigua. Once all information and fee is received, commission will grant a decision on your license within 60 days. So that means he has to wait 60 days. You can't start up within days of moving there, like he says he's going to. Uh, Prevention of money laundering. How will the identities of players be verified? What internal procedures will be employed regarding know your customer? How will monies both deposited and withdrawn be monitored? These are some questions which must be taken into consideration. So he's supposed to answer these things. And an unacceptable answer to them is, well, there's no docs required. You don't have to prove anything. (laughs) That that will be Antigua's response. If he says, yeah, Uh, Antigua, can you give me a license? Uh, We're not going to require any docs from our players. They uh, they just sign up with an email address, and we trust that they are who they say they are. In fact, they don't even have to say who they are. Antigua is going to say – If he gets his license, it's
1: a whole other pot ripper situation. Going on.
0: What, what was that? I'm sorry. I couldn't hear over the laughter.
1: <laughs> if he gets his license, it's going to be a whole other pot ripper situation. Absolute scandal number two. Well,
0: I, I don't know about that, s- but – Super using,
1: Yeah, right.
0: But uh, what I can say here is th- these are a lot of hurdles that I can't see him clearing. Uh Provide proof of capital. In addition, you must provide a minimum of $100,000 U.S. dollars as security. This is on top of the fees. So on top of uh, all the commission fees I just talked about, uh, he has to give them $100,000 as a security deposit that he's not going to violate their their rules. So if you don't have that, you also can't get licensed. Also – you must provide your business plan, detailing accounting, finances, security, record-keeping, etc., as soon as practicable, within 90 days, but before you you begin conducting interactive gaming. Yeah. Uh, social responsibility. Provide details how you will prevent underage and problem gambling. Yeah, that's going to be tough when you don't know who's even playing there and you don't ask for their identity. So this is never going to fly. And again, I'm not being a hater. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I, I'm not trying to be a killjoy and say oh, you know, he's not getting licensed because I don't like him and I'm hoping he does. And that's, it's not like that. The whole concept of SEALs, old and new, that you don't have to say who you are, that all you need is an email address, will not work. Antigua will not license a site like that. And you cannot start your site until they license it for you. And you there's no such thing as starting an unlicensed site there and then saying, okay, well, license me later. Once they see he started an unlicensed site, they're going to have an issue with it. So I don't know what he's doing. uh, Nobody knows what he's doing. There's this long discussion thread over on Poker Fraud Alert where nobody can understand why he's moving from running an unlicensed site in Nevada to apparently running an unlicensed site in Antigua. In fact, I'd rather do it in Nevada because at least I know it's my country. At least I know what to expect from the United States of America. uh, From Antigua, who knows what the hell they're going to do if they arrest you for this. So... uh, I don't understand. I I don't understand what's being done here. I would totally understand if he was going through the normal licensing process and says, hey, we're going to be down for two months while we're getting this all done. But unless there was some licensing stuff going on behind the scenes, which I doubt there was since he says that they're still looking into this on the Poker News article, uh, I don't understand what he thinks he's going to be doing there, where he says uh, uh, he plans to license in Antigua we're, we're still exploring all options. Uh, it's really strange. we got to get to this. Call uh, from
2: unknown God, caller. Geez. To accept, press 1. To send a voice message, I don't know mail, why he does this.
0: Sometimes. I don't know why he does this. All right, caller, you're on the air. Uh, uh, Todd. Yeah, who's calling, please? You know who this is.
2: I'm just going to tell you
0: we got rumors on the street that your co host has some great stories. So can we get to him, please? <laughs> okay. It's S-Double. It's S-Double. <laughs> it is S-Double. No, we'll, get, we'll get to his we'll stories. We're almost done with the SEALS thing. but uh, People uh, are falling asleep. Even
2: drunk people are falling asleep and not enjoying this about Micon.
0: I, th- I thought people were looking forward to it. Well, okay, you're, you're making me cry now, but okay. Thank you, Thank you, S-Double.
1: I mean, I love your
0: show, Todd, but... All, all right. right. Okay, thank you. I mean, I'd rather hear a bad guy calling at this point. All right, well, he probably will. Be careful what you wish for. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. All right. All right, bias double. I hate when I'm, like into a segment and someone calls and says something like that. Like everyone's uh, falling asleep. This is why I sometimes just like don't read the chat room. Okay, so but I, I mean this is important stuff here. The, the bottom line is that I don't understand. I don't understand what the goal is here. If if you're leaving one place where you got in trouble for running an unlicensed site, why you go to another place and run an unlicensed, unlicensed site? So uh, I'm going to finish up this topic here. We have a lot of other things to do, but bottom line is uh, proceed at your own risk uh, and, and beware that what happened on February 11th could happen again in Antigua, exact same thing. So uh, be careful what you keep on that site. Uh because, because honestly, if the whole thing gets busted and the Bitcoins get seized, then they're going to be gone for good. So be careful how much you keep on there. And, and just keep in mind, anything that you liked about the old SEALs is not necessarily on the new SEALs. It's a completely different site, now managed by completely different people. And now the guy who is in charge of promotions is going to be running it. So, you know, take that as you will. That's... Uh, um. Now I'll tell you during the time I knew Brian Mycon, he wasn't a scammer. He wasn't someone who was, uh, you know, running scams on people or uh, finding ways to steal from them. That wasn't in his makeup. But but I'll tell you that uh, the the old crew, even though I have no idea who they are, they, they did a great job keeping the money, running it professionally. Uh, Mycon is untested in those realms and. It remains to be seen whether it will be run responsibly or not. I gotta tell
1: you, uh, people change, man. I'm not saying Mike on changed, but people change. Hey, I never thought Hot for Sauce was going to cheat on me. People <laughs> change.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's let's call up. Uh, we have an impatient person here. This, uh, rightfully so. I said I was going to call almost an hour ago, but uh, that's how it goes on this show. I'm going to put on for a completely change of pace, we're going to call up Cupid 007. Cupid 007. And uh, he has nothing to do with poker, nothing to do with gambling, definitely nothing to do with seals of clubs. This guy is a self-styled pickup artist, but also someone who's not done very well at it and is still a virgin. So, call him. <laughs> And uh, get him on this show. People were looking forward to the segment. I, you know,
1: he should be on Tinder,
0: bro. If he's, if he's a virgin. I'm going suge- to suggest that too if he answers <laughs> <Yeah>. the phone. Why <laughs> fell asleep? He just texted me like a moment ago.
1: Hi. Uh, thank
3: you for calling. Uh oh. But I don't ever. Listen to my voicemail messages. He's definitely. So
0: if you want to reach me, all right. Let's try again. That's him, by the way.
2: Hey, guys, this is the infamous Cupid 007.
0: Hi. Uh, so you said to call you on Skype if you uh, if you text me your Skype name. They just hung up somehow. Text me If you text me your Skype name, then uh, I can call you on Skype.
1: How long did he think to think that intro and introduce himself like that?
0: Well, that was really him live right now saying, hello, this is Cupid 007. Yeah, I know.
2: Call from... Okay. I sent the colored voicemail. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> I didn't do that. This is crazy. That was, <laughs> weird. was in him, bro. <laughs> okay, let's... let's uh, add him to, I got his Skype name now. now. Add him to Skype. I thought we were going to be calling him, so this is a little confusing to me.
1: But You ever, you ever watch uh, Vitaly? It's a pickup artist, too. He's on YouTube. It's, it's hilarious, man. You guys check that out. Vitaly. Hilarious.
0: All right, so let's uh, let's add him on here.
1: <laughs> this guy's <is> fucking autistic. <laughs> it says he
0: can't. It, well, I just sent him a contact request. I mean, this is this is a, a loop. I didn't. Oh, here we are. Okay, he's accepting it. So let's let's add him on the call
1: here. Drop the chat's asking you to get into the chat. Hey guys.
0: All right. Uh, so Cupid 007, welcome to Poker Fraud Alert Radio as we take a completely different turn from what we were talking about before. Uh, Thank
3: you. I'm, I'm really happy to be here.
0: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show and uh, people really uh, were interested in what was going on with you. And uh, by the way, for the uh, people out there, who are in the chat room. I am trying to watch the chat now. I just brought up the window in front of me. So uh, I want to tell you your story a little bit, then you can tell your own story uh, after that. But uh, okay. basically, uh, first of all, how old are you?
3: I am 22.
0: Okay, and do you want to say what your name is or first name, or you want to go by Cupid 007? What do you want to go by?
3: Um, sure. I am Boris, also known as Cupid Player.
0: Okay. So you said you're 22? Yes. Okay, so... Uh, you were introduced to our community. You have nothing to do with poker as far as I know. Have you ever played poker or nothing to do with it?
3: Um, I do not know how to play poker. Okay,
0: so you have nothing to do with poker. But you were no. brought up to our community, which discusses a lot of things, not just poker, uh, in a thread on Poker Fraud Alert called uh, The Next Elliot Roger. And uh, yes. people were concerned that uh, because you were also really, really obsessed with being with a woman, we're still a virgin, we're employing a lot of tactics that were failing and and we're frustrated about it and making videos about it that it reminded them all too much of Elliot Roger, who ended up being a mass murderer before killing himself at uh, UC Santa Barbara last year. Uh, so uh first of all uh when the Elliot Roger thing went down, uh, did you see yourself in him at all?
3: Um absolutely not. This is A marketing technique. People want to build hype because, you know, they want attention and that's why I've been labeled like L.A. Rogers.
0: Wait, so you've been doing this, you've been hoping they label you that way so you get attention?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what people have been doing. Um, but I do use a lot of scary things in my field reports and, you know, I'm on the forums in the community a lot. And I do write some scary things, but intentionally to get attention, to get views. Okay, well you but nowhere are... okay. did I write that I'm gonna actually use violence. I've never written yeah, that.
0: Yeah, I've seen that and that's good. Like I'm not I'm not trying to give you any ideas and in fact I think it's great that you do not see any similarities between yourself and, and Elliot and that you uh anything that people see as similar, uh, a lot of it you say you're acting up on purpose to get attention, uh, but would never actually uh, do anything like it. And that's very good because when I first saw this, I thought, you know, people at first gave me... uh, the information about you and told me to just call you up or just kind of cold call you out of nowhere. And I I was a little worried because I didn't want to trigger anything bad happening. I mean, that would be like the biggest nightmare is if I triggered someone to do something horrible and then uh, it all came back to me of uh, Todd would tell us dot PokerFraudAlert.com uh, trigger this person to go on his spree. I'm like, I, I'd never live that down and I would never get past the guilt of that but I'm, i understand that I'm, I'm and that's I'm glad, I'm,
3: exactly why i got banned from the forums oh. even though i spent like over a year on the forums and i had like over 400 posts because you know if anything went down they wouldn't want me to be associated with them
0: okay so so let me uh, get to information about you so you you said uh, on poker Fraudlers forum you said you're a virgin and you live in a tiny apartment with your russian parents in new york is that true
3: that is accurate yes
0: all right. So, uh, how tiny is the apartment? Do you have your own bedroom?
3: Um, not really. I mean, you know, my parents—they go in there a lot. I mean, there's only like—it's only a one-bedroom apartment.
0: Wow. So, so wait, how are you? Like, how can you do anything without them seeing in a one-bedroom apartment?
3: Um, exactly. Which that's why if I were to get laid, it would be like in a
0: bathroom or a park well, no, somewhere. For, I mean, forget about that. I'm saying about like like even being on this show. Like, how are your parents not hearing you?
3: Well, that's a really good question. Right now, my mom is sleeping, but a lot of the time, you know, when she's in the same room, so I can't talk about certain topics with my friends. And people know that, you know, I let them know that, hey, I can't talk about certain things. My parents are here.
0: All right. So, so let me uh, ask you this, too. Do you work or do you go to school or what do you do right now since you're 22 years old?
3: Okay. Well, when I got into PUA, it just really swept me away. And I got lost into it. But the problem was since I was in college, I realized I can't do this.
0: Are you still in college?
3: And that's why I quit
0: college. Oh, wow. Because... Oh, wow. Okay. What he refers to as PUA, right. I should describe to the audience. Some of you don't know what that is. Uh, that That's known as pickup artists. And this is a, a technique that's uh, – they have seminars about this. They uh, There's actually a big mis- business surrounding this. Uh, these are techniques that they sell to guys who are having trouble meeting women and getting dates with women. Uh, and
3: this is a multimillion-dollar business.
0: It is. It is. It's a, a big business. It's a, they sell these techniques to uh, men who have trouble picking up women and uh, um, try to give, you know, give them certain advice and, and, and techniques to use to turn things around and make themselves successful. And uh, so now you said on the post on the forum, you said that mm. uh, you were in a religious boarding school of boys only. And for and yes. five years, what, what years were this? How old were you for this five years? You had no female contact at all.
3: Well, um, I started when I was 14 and a half. Mm. And then I went to Shiva for four years, the entire high school. And then I spent another year after high school called kolo and what's that um it's kind of hard to explain but you know studying is extremely important for in the Jewish world and before you go to college it's common practice to spend a few years just studying and that's it
0: okay so so uh, well i mean i'm in, i'm not a religious jew but i'm a jew also and i didn't have anything like that but uh, okay so so you went five years without uh, even contact with females, and then yes. uh, then you found that it became very very important to you. Yes. To to be with a woman, and you you were seeing women around and saying, "Wow, I I've really been missing out, and, and I've got I've got to do this. I've got to make it happen in some way." Is that, is that what happened here?
3: Right. Exactly. And there's a reason why they say that the doll, the dollars of preachers and Catholic priests. They're the ones who are the most freaky because when you suppress something for a really long time, it builds. And then when you release it, it just explodes.
0: Hmm.
3: Well, I mean I can, understand,
0: I can understand that. I, uh, that makes sense. So so suddenly this took over your life to yes. be able to be with a woman. But this is like three years ago now and, and three years later here, you still have not succeeded. You're still a virgin at this point, right?
3: Uh, unfortunately, yes.
0: Okay, so so you found this uh, PUA, the pickup artist stuff, and you've been trying to implement it. Now, what everyone's wondering uh, is if this has been failing. I don't. Know, have you ever seen the uh, uh, the Coyote and the Roadrunner? Have you seen those cartoons?
3: Uh huh.
0: Yeah. So what I used to wonder as a kid. When I'd watch the Roadrunner use all these Acme products to try to catch the Roadrunner, and every single time he ended up falling down the Grand Canyon or being crushed by a, a giant anvil or, or blowing himself up, he never caught the Roadrunner. And every single time he had some sort of like catastrophic result, and yet he kept going and getting the Acme products. And I said, why doesn't the Coyote – and I thought this as a little kid – why doesn't the Coyote try a different approach? Why doesn't he stop going to the Acme store when every single time he gets uh, you know, seriously hurt or or, you know, or what should have been killed? if it wasn't like on a cartoon. So I see you as the coyote. Why have you been for three years trying these pickup artist techniques if you're literally batting zero?
3: Okay, well, technically it was two years. And the reason is because I have just been researching for two years. And that's it. I've only started actually approaching girls hardcore since September.
0: Hmm. but you're still betting I September is a while now it's been uh, five months Uh, I I would think that if you learned all these things that okay I'm going to go out and try it and then just bomb the first time I almost I I wouldn't even have uh, tried a second time probably but uh, you've been trying for five months and you have these long videos of failure after failure (laughs) after failure in fact we're going to play right now on this show and we have a few questions in the chat room we'll get to that in a little bit uh, uh, but I'm going to play, a, I'm not going to play all ten minutes or anywhere near that, but I'm going to play a, a small part of this video that you posted of you approaching women. Alright, sure. And, uh, <laughs> let, let me get over here to... Here it is. Um, you
3: have, an um, attractive look. So you have, you look nice. You have a scarf and, uh... Do I Do you speak Russian? Oh, okay, so where's your accent from? Where is your accent from? Oh, Brazil, I thought you were Russian.
0: So now the girl's walking away. The sound quality is not that good, yes. so I'm not going to run it for radio very long. It, it plays a lot better if you watch it. But uh, uh, basically in this one, he was uh, approaching a girl, looked like in a bookstore, and he was asking, uh, is your accent Russian? Do you speak Russian? And she she kind of had a perplexed look on her face and then just walked away. And and right. what, what I've seen in this video of various forms of this where you're either approaching women and you know saying you're really pretty or I, I really like you, and then they just walk off or say thank you and right. you can tell they just want to get out of there. Uh, and and we 've seen this over and over and over and over, and this this can't be fun uh
3: it's not it's definitely not it 's painful
0: and every guy who's listening to this show i'm sure at some point has had experiences with women they 've been interested in and and either they 've been rejected or they 've been worried to approach them or or say how they feel uh because they don 't want to get rejected the The rejection's a crappy thing. And uh, you know you keep having this happen over and over. But I can tell you from watching this myself, and I'm I'm a good deal older than you are. I'm uh, 43 years old. Uh, I can tell you from observing this that Mm -hmm. your methods are never going to work. It's it's going to not only has been failure for five months. I'm
3: improving my methods. Well, but even if you approve it, I go out. I'm trying to learn something new. Okay, but you know that my goal. I haven't been doing that when I was in college. But now when I'm actually going to Times Square, I was like, hey. You no, know I'm doing the exact same thing over and over and I'm not getting results. Well, Why you know is that? Well, the that's, reason that's, is that's because I'm not reflecting.
0: <laughs> that's role play. That's role play. That's not even a bad idea. What I, I'm I, trying
3: I, to say is I am going to change.
0: Well, Things are going to be
3: different. Well, and let, me I really that. let me tell you the problem.
0: Let me tell you the problem. And I really want to see you succeed here. It'll actually make me happy to, to watch you. Uh, turn it around and actually get laid, and and actually beyond getting laid, even have a real relationship with with a woman. And uh, are you looking for that, by the way? Are you looking for a relationship or just to have sex?
3: That's a tough question. Um, maybe relationships as well, but right now primarily sex.
0: Okay, well oh. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you're 22 years old, a lot of guys. That's uh, all they want. In fact, I I kind of wish when I was 22 that I just. Forgot about relationships and just wanted only sex. I think I would have ended up happier around that time and, and saved the relationships for older, like like now. But anyway, um, let me tell you from watching this that even if you make a dramatic improvement from where you are now, you're still going to fail because. <laughs> no, no. I, 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 here's the reason. I'm not trying to be mean here. Here's the reason: is that for these things to work, to cold approach girls in the middle of nowhere. It really takes a lot of talent uh, and a lot of natural ability. And often, I don't know what you look like, but uh, um, it it takes good looks. It takes a lot of natural ability to... uh, be able to cold approach them and not come off creepy or weird or or uh, off-putting and also to be able to identify the girls who will be receptive to this rather than the ones that just don't want to be approached. Now, if you're like a um, one of the best-looking guys out there, yeah, you can just cold approach girls and get a lot of them interested on your looks alone. But for the average guy – forget an ugly guy. I'm just saying like an average guy. Uh, it's very hard to just approach women out of nowhere and and get them – to, to go out with you, it can happen. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's a tough thing to do. You have to have the skills to do it. And I can tell you this. I, I'll tell you this. And someone uh, made an allusion to this a little bit in the thread about me. Um, I do I, agree that it is brutally hard. I, but I, it's I was still never going to ask you. Can, I
3: mean,
1: I, can I ask you what where you do your approaches at? Where's where the majority of the places you interact with women?
3: Um. Well. I, don't, I prefer not to give extremely specific locations.
1: That's fine. Is it a school, mall? Um, I used to do it.
3: In, I used to do it in the college. Um, yeah. My latest video was in Times Square, but basically around New York, New York City.
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you have any candy in your pocket? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, I do, and I have a white van and puppies inside the white
0: van. <laughs> well, at least he has a. At least he has a sense of humor of this. Uh, but look. Uh, I'll tell you that I this is something I wasn't good at. I, I wasn't good at myself of uh, just approaching women out of nowhere and getting them to go out with me. And I felt some of the frustration you did, not to the same extreme, and I, I lost my virginity way, way before 22. I lost you – know, in 17, I lost my virginity. So it's not the same thing. But I can tell you that uh, I, I would experience the same frustration uh, to some degree of, of being out and about and looking at pretty girls walking by – and thinking, I mean I, that's
3: that's really what drives me, that extreme frustration.
1: It's like, oh, why can't I get this to
3: work? Right, right. Well, but that,
0: that's the problem. Every it's no, not that
1: you're closer do a yes, Boris. Every no, you're closer to a yes, buddy.
0: Yeah, but th- the problem is that it's not it – you're going about it in a very hard way, and it's a way I don't think you're naturally suited for. And what I came up with, what I eventually realized is I said I'm I'm not going to get laid. I'm not going to get girlfriends unless I – Look at what my strengths are and, and play to those and, uh, and not worry about what other guys are doing to get later or other guys, how they have succeeded. I'm going to look at what I am good at and try to stick to that. And what I found, and you know, for each person it's different, what I found was that uh, once I got a girl on the phone with me, I was very, very good at talking to them. I was very good at getting them to like me over the phone, very good at having conversations that they liked and found interesting and, and, and that they would really get to like me so much over the phone that once we met in person, not only was uh, I feeling more comfortable with the whole thing, uh, but I already had a huge edge going in that I basically just had to break even with who I was on the phone. And, and it was almost a guarantee that uh, you know, provided things didn't mess up, that that it would proceed into something, whether a one night stand or or a relationship. And I found that for me, that that's how it works. So I would try to put myself in places where I would get to speak to women over the phone. It happened a lot of different ways. It happened uh, through telephone party lines back then, which don't really exist much anymore. But uh, uh, through chat rooms uh, on the early form of the internet and on uh, computer bulletin boards. I even I even had sex with a girl who called me as a wrong number. Uh, and wow. this, you know, I I made these things happen uh, in that way. And, and, so and you, yeah, you I,
3: discovered your strength and I, you I, right, created I, a system that was based on
0: that right exactly I, and then this wasn 't one hundred percent of the girls I was with, and, and actually the girl i 'm with now that I have my son with i 've been with uh, for uh, five and a half years. Uh, she was not someone I met over the phone; she was actually someone I knew in college, and then much later uh, we ran into each other on Facebook again, you know sixteen years later and and uh, it, you know it turned out that we kind of secretly liked each other back in college and didn 't realize. You know, each didn't realize it and now uh, we're together. So that one wasn't about the phone. But even there, I used the phone to my advantage where we talked on the phone three weeks before seeing each other again. My my point is to you here that if you keep failing at something, if you keep failing at what you're doing here, uh, that's not the only way. And just because the pickup artist stuff works for certain guys and, and really helps some guys turn it around, others are just not suited to it. And I have to imagine, I've never taken this pickup artist course and I, I wouldn't take it. But if I did take it, I don't think it would help me very much. I think I'd still basically be the same person with the same strengths and weaknesses with meeting women. And I think it's the same thing with you. And I think you need to change your approach. And I think that in one way that you may be helped is because of all the different ways uh, you can talk to women now without cold meeting them, you know, meeting them online in various ways. There's that uh, Tinder app. I don't know if you've tried that. Uh, There's the... uh, I mean, these are th- things I haven't even used. Some of these things have come out in the last five years. But uh, there's the uh, yeah, there's there's these dating sites. Uh, online
3: online game is the most common way men meet women, and it's a lot easier. So you're probably wondering why do I have to go to such extreme situations? Mm-hmm. To meet women? Yeah, and you're also suggesting that hey, you know, maybe you should quit doing day game and start doing online game. Yeah. And yeah, open your, like, open your pool of women. So why not? I, uh, my answer is like this. Well, the hardest thing to decide is should I give up or should I keep trying? And my dream is to master a day game. And specifically because if I were to master this, then it would be extremely lucrative. You no, know, I can master this niche niche, I can make a lot of money. But if I mastered online game if I do online game, there's not that much money in that area.
0: Well, you're right, but let me tell you something here. That you gotta decide what's important to you. If it's, it sounds like to you it's important to have sex with women, and you're not. You're, you're still a virgin. So I, I think you're thinking a level ahead of that. Is I've got to succeed, have sex with women, and then I could sell the system I've used to succeed with women, and I make a lot of money. Well, you're jumping yeah, ahead of yourself. But you're jumping ahead of yourself. You're you're already looking to sell something that you haven't achieved yet. I, I think yeah. that uh, yeah. since it's important to you to get laid, focus on that first. And someone in the chat room brought up a good point. This. Uh, this Matos person it's, in the it's chat. It's
3: more important for me to develop the system than it is to get laid.
0: Well,
1: that's – that's. How do, how do you test the system if, to, to develop it
0: if you don't get laid? Yeah, he, you know what? he said. He even said uh, – I Matt, can't. Matos? First I have
3: to get laid and then I could say, hey, I actually have something legit here. But Why not a the, prostitute? problem. You ever, you ever right. think about prostitute. A prostitute.
0: Well, that's not a system just, though. You're just paying for that is the problem. I think that's what that's he's saying. He's, he's saying that I would get laid.
3: Yeah. And the reason yeah. is because if I were to go to a prostitute, I would lose my motivation to develop the
0: system. Let me ask you this, stupid.
1: Why not, why not develop a system on how not to get laid? I am am (laughs) developing that. Science.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you you should do like an opposite thing. Like uh, this is what you do not to get laid. So just don't do these things when you get laid. But look, um, this Matos in chat said, got to slay some dragons before you can save the princess. Uh, I I think what he's trying to say there is like, I I think you have to try to start small and work your way up. And maybe you should conquer what you call the online game first. And then once you've gotten – I mean the thing is with every woman that you're with, you'll get more experience with how to talk to women and how to handle women and how – you know, what women want, what they don't want, and you'll get a better feel for it. I, I don't think you can just jump in to – no matter how much you try to refine your system, you can't just jump in from being a virgin who has very much trouble talking to women to being able to meet beautiful women on the street and impress them enough at first meeting to get them to go out with you. It's just – it's unlikely. It's it's, it's super Why unlikely. Why not lower your, lower your standards? your Yeah. Date some fat chicks. Balance your range.
3: Okay, I did not think about what you're saying right now, but it makes a lot of sense. You're saying that it's better for me to practice, you know, online. I did not
1: think about that. No, don't think no. Don't practice online instead of dating all the pretty chicks. You can't always just date the pretty chicks. You gotta date the fat chicks to balance the range. I date fat chicks to balance my range.
0: <laughs> I mean, but he's saying
3: lower my standard.
0: Well, he is saying he is saying also. I mean maybe you should develop – you can see what standards of uh, you know, women you can real realistically get because you know a lot of guys, most guys out there say, oh, I'd love to be with the most beautiful women uh, that walk the earth. That's, most guys would think that. But most can't be. Most will not be able to do that. It's just something you're not going to be able to do just like you can say uh, I want to play shortstop for the New York Yankees and you're never going to be able to because you don't have the ability. And uh, as much as you want to be the shortstop for the New York Yankees, you won't be. And, and I won't be, and, uh, and my co-host here, he won't be either. So the point is here, uh, you've got to see what your abilities are, and I think you should see what women you can get. You should use what uh, methods you could find work for you. On whatever women that uh, – I'm not saying be with a woman you have no attraction to because that's uh, – yeah, You
3: guys right. are right. I do have to lower my
0: standards. You need to, mo- to,
3: you need to lower it way life. down.
0: You need to, you need to <laughs> say I- I'm going to have sex with uh, basically anyone who will have sex with me that isn't repulsive to me. Like if someone's totally gross to you, there's no point to have sex with them because you're, you're not going to get any pleasure out of it and you're going to feel kind of
1: bad afterwards anyway. It
0: has to, to be white. Well, not, you don't know what he likes. They don't have to be white. It can be uh, maybe he likes women who aren't white, but uh, they have to be someone that you can find some attraction. in. But there's a difference between a woman you can but find not
3: actually being repulsed by him. Right. I agree with that. You know, I am going to try to do that. Yeah. In regards to it, would technically be better for me to do online game just to practice, like you said. Yeah. You know, because day game is like super advanced. You know, I should get my basics down. But the reason is because. The reason I can't do that is because I'm very, very limited on time. You know, like right now I'm not in college.
0: Well, you're not limited. You're 22 years old. I'm I'm the one who's limited on time here. I'm 43. <laughs> you have plenty you're of time. You're not in college. You're you have 21 years longer than I do. Right the reason
3: now. the reason why I said I'm limited on time is because I only have a few. I only have a little bit of time before. My parents forced me to go back to college, and once I'm in college, I will not have time to do anything.
1: Well, look. It, it you have cannot. so many more women at your disposal. Let me ask you this. What do you do for work right now, Cupid?
3: Uh, I work for my dad.
1: Okay. Well, let me, I, I, there's a question that's just been nagging at I me. Mean, I have to ask it. Like, sure. If I lived in a one-bedroom apartment with my family, like, where does mom get changed at? Because she's not getting changed in front of me. Like, wh- How
0: does
3: that work? She, she changes in the room.
0: In the bedroom they just closed the door. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I I, you know, I was trying to guess what your question was gonna be. I had no there was not even like a slight part of me that thought the question was gonna be about his mom changing clothes. I have to say that one took me by surprise, but but look, um, I, I have to say here that uh, first of all, I don't know what you're going to do in college. I, mean, I went through college. I got a master's degree. I, I had time. Sometimes more time than others, but I, I had time. There is no
3: time. Well, friend. then
0: maybe you should go. To tell a, you from
3: personal experience, well, then you should go to a less demanding
0: pro- uh, program because get a high GPA. I, I know, but you've got to balance everything in life and say if I'm going to have a high GPA and be miserable, uh, maybe I should take an easier major, or go to a less demanding college. There's plenty of college students that just uh, you know mess around all day and, and barely study at all and still get by, and they don't come up with the best GPA and they don't have the toughest majors. But there's there's something in between there. I mean, I was I was theoretically I was thinking, speaking,
3: I could find like two or three hours to do it right. Well, okay, then e, you- on my level it's just not enough time i need a lot more time to practice
0: well you got to find a way to make the time and if what you're doing is taking up too much time then modify what you're doing do, don't go to a college that is so demanding so tough and so time consuming that you have no time for anything else maybe I for you do that's that. not right like college why why you, you
1: take time why would you take time off college
3: uh, i took why'd time take, off college why? to master
1: my skills with women <laughs> what about back pages or mail or, order brides from Russia or something? Here's well, but he's saying,
0: I, I think he's saying that it's not just about having sex, it's also about right. uh, developing the system that he can sell later, yeah. which I, I think is. Uh, I, I think okay, it's. So too one, ambitious once you at this master
1: point. this, I didn't mean to cut you off, Tom, I'm sorry. Once you master this technique and you find your girl, then the technique and the system is, is almost worthless because now you're with somebody. So just go buy somebody.
3: I think sure. he's saying it's he, not he, worthless if, because if he's gonna sell I'm not it, gonna it be in think. a relationship with her and I just all I have to do is repeat the system and do it a few times
0: I, I think um, you need to forget about this whole system if you're the truth is if you're gonna go to college and and uh, complete some kind of demanding program like what major are you gonna be in
3: well I I hear what you're saying right why not just get a normal career but the reason is if I can develop a system then I can make a career out of this no you can't
0: I, I think I think there's too many uh, There's too many things that have to happen in a perfect world, in a perfect storm. You're you're really shooting at a tiny percentage chance of success uh, and making it too hard for yourself. You're really just making this uh, incredibly difficult. It's like someone who is going back to the the baseball example, it's like someone who who is smart enough to do well in school and has the ability to – you know, finish with a, a respected degree from a respected school and get a good job and make good money, uh, is saying, you know what, I'm not going to do all this because I want to focus on being shortstop in the Yankees. And I say, well, you're not good at baseball. I don't care. I'm going to be the shortstop of the Yankees because it's really lucrative and I, I'm, I'm going to make it happen. You go, well, you're wasting your life trying to do this and the chance of it working is like zero. Why do, Why not go with what you are good at? And it sounds like you can get a high GPA. It sounds like you can do well in school. It sounds like that uh, you can probably translate that into a career. I, I don't. What What is the major you're going to be uh, taking?
3: Um, I'm probably going to go into the NYPD. Hmm. So it doesn't matter what major I take.
0: Okay, I, mean, it's, I wasn't expecting that. But what, look, what, whatever it is, um, if it's the NYPD, then honestly, the grades you get in college, I can't see how it's that important. But look, you've got to. Make a realistic map for your life. And I've seen people before who – and I've known people personally who have an unrealistic life map. Uh, In in fact, I've known women especially who make this mistake. Women who go through life not uh, accepting any of the guys who want to go out with them and and basically pushing every guy away because they have in their mind – this, this perfect guy out of a romance novel that's going to be with them and, and make them so happy. And then the years pass by and by and by, and they keep saying, okay, this Prince Charming is going to come one day. And then one day they find themselves as 45 years old and, and still single. And they go, oh, crap, you know, th- these perfectly decent guys that liked me back when I was 25, 30, 35, why didn't I go out with them then? I, I've just pissed away all this time, and now I'm 45, and now nobody wants me. Like, like I'm afraid here that you're chasing these unrealistic goals – yeah, this is really a surprise to me. I just thought this was about having sex, and uh, I was going to approach it from this point, but it sounds to me – It started
3: as just having sex, but then it just developed into more –
0: Yeah, it sounds to me like you've got these uh, business goals that, in all honesty, are just not uh, (laughs) – They're they're not realistic. I would would just focus on, one, getting laid whatever way you can uh, through – I mean, people are saying prostitutes. I've never liked prostitutes because, to me, I I just don't get pleasure out of – Knowing the girl is with me because I'm paying her and that she's not really turned on by me, and that kind of just right. pushes me and away. We, Wait, hold in. on, I
1: got it, Druff. I got it. I'm gonna hook him up with hot for sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> hey, you, Cupid, I got the perfect girl for you, and she's and she's she's attractive.
3: Uh, okay, that sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you're gonna need to come with some game, bro. You're gonna need to. You need to watch Vitaly on YouTube. He's a pickup artist. He's a it's, he's really really good too. Well, look, but. Man.
0: Just seems to good. me as
1: more of a troll.
0: Well, um, okay. Look, uh, the point the point is, that I think you need to come up with a realistic plan, not a plan that's based upon, uh, you know, if I succeed with this, then I can make a lot of money with that. Get all that so, out of your head. Let me tell make you what simple. my
3: business plan is, and you'll tell me. Oh, you tell me when you. Plan. Okay,
0: go ahead. Um, my business
3: plan is to write a really, really good post because um, I am. I like to believe I'm a good writer, and then post it on absolutely every popular forum on the net. And basically, I'm going to keep on posting my story as I go about doing this journey. And I believe that I can become viral, become famous.
0: You know what's funny? People who try to become viral never do. It, it's so the ones who become viral are always shocked that they became viral There's like one of these things that just kind of happens that you try to become viral, it never works and uh you ask people who have tried to become viral they'll tell you the same thing like they think they 've got the greatest idea they 'll become viral, and the fact that they tried kind of comes through to everyone and uh and they don 't become viral like i I'm telling you here that uh these you 're trying for things that are just too uh, highly unlikely to succeed. It would be like a miracle for any of these things to work and i 'm not even trying to put you down because like I couldn't make these things work either, and uh, um, I think you need to just simplify everything. Say, do I want to get laid? Yes. Okay. I'm going to take whatever steps I have to to get laid with a, a woman that's uh, you know within my minimum standards. Lower my minimum standards down to a woman that I'll be happy happy enough to have sex with that I can enjoy myself having sex with, and, and then uh, pursue it in you know online or whatever way you have to do it. Uh, as far as business, you know, think about. Just conventional ways to make money and if not conventional, uh something that's realistic. Like right now let I let me ask you a question. Yeah. If
3: I were to post a video myself meeting a girl in the street during the daytime and the entire video from there until getting laid with her in a bathroom nearby, do
1: you think that
0: would go viral?
1: No. You might not even like you might not even like pussy. <laughs> of course. <laughs>
0: I think he probably does. I, you know, I I knew from uh, like way way before I actually had sex. I I knew that I was straight and didn't like dudes, and I wanted to be with women. I mean, I knew that from a very young age. But I'm sure I'm sure Boris here knows that uh, uh, you're not attracted to men, are you, Boris?
3: Definitely not. Yeah, okay. I'm also okay. very religious. So yeah,
0: okay. Well, not... like that's fine. Like I'm not. Uh, I I knew like when I was 11 years old, I, I started to develop an interest in sex. It was sixty years until I actually had it, but uh, I, I knew at 11 years old that I was straight and had no attraction to guys, and it's still this way to you know, this day, 32 years later. But uh, um, what I'm saying here is that just come up with a very basic plan. Stop worrying about going viral. Stop worrying about these business opportunities you're going to create for yourself. Uh, you're just going to make yourself miserable because if there's like a 99 – Do you honestly
3: think that won't go viral? If I have a video – you laying a girl from the street.
0: No, nobody's going to care. I'm telling you. A yeah. lot of people, a lot of people do that. It doesn't go viral. Yeah, I do that every weekend. Believe me. Stop not, worrying about not going from viral. From the street in the daytime. No one's going to care. I'm telling you. I'm not trying to make you feel bad here. No one's going to care. No one would care about me doing the same thing. No one would care about anyone doing the same thing. You, you got to stop. Just focus on the basics in life that'll make you happy. You don't have to be uh, viral. You don't have to have a, a business idea. You know. Tied to the pickup artist thing Just just get that whole thing out of your identity Because what's going to happen if you don't Is that the very, very, very High likelihood is that it's not going to work And then you're going to be disappointed So you need to find something that has a much Higher likelihood to work And, and then you'll be happy you, you You look at your life and say not what is the perfect scenario for me, but what's a reasonably good scenario for me that I can be happy about when I go to bed every night, and then try to make that happen. That's that's really what you need to do, honestly. Otherwise, you're going to be unhappy all well, the time, and I don't want to see that.
3: I do agree that this is highly unlikely, and that's why you know after getting like dozens dozens of people telling me the same thing on the simple pickup forums, um. I decided that you know if it doesn't look realistic three or four months down the line from now, then I will go back to college.
0: Well, I, I'm telling you, it's not. But you know, what? if you really want something viral, you should try to have sex with one of these Times Square hookers. You'll definitely get some kind of virus then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was uh-huh. going to spin
0: it off. I was going to
1: spin off the viral
0: too. if <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to it. All right. So, uh, so look, uh, I'm telling you from an outsider, from someone who's 20 years older than you. Uh, from someone who has been around in this whole thing a, a lot longer than you, I can tell you, I I can see here it's never going to work. Your plan's never going to work. You need to go to something more realistic, and I think you will be a lot happier. I think once you approach it from that perspective, you'll be a lot happier. And you you may not listen to me. You may think I'm I'm crazy. You may think that uh, I'm just being a killjoy or that I, I just don't believe in you. or whatever. I'm telling you, you'll be so much happier if you take this approach because I – I remember, you know, as I said, from 11 years old, I was like, oh, I want to be with a girl. I want to be with a girl. And it took a long time to actually happen. And, and I experienced the same frustration at a younger age, but I had the same frustration that you are experiencing. And once I broke through and, and was with girls, and then, you know, after that girl didn't work out, another one, another one after that. Like uh, uh, These girls weren't all perfect. Some of them weren't beautiful. But, uh, you know, when the whole thing was done, I I didn't feel unhappy. I didn't feel like I I was having a lack of sex in my life, that I was having a lack of uh, female companionship. I I didn't feel like uh, this was bothering me at all anymore. I felt like I had achieved what I was hoping to achieve. So uh, I I wasn't having sex with supermodels every day, but uh, I was still, it was good enough to where I was happy. I think that's what you need to shoot for here. I would like
3: to point out, um, here, that it this has been done before. There are people who have really profited this from this, including Mystery Stop so thinking it is like possible, that. even though it's really unlikely. Well,
0: then you shouldn't think Absolutely. about it
1: that. Then give up yeah, on it. Man. Like, you Stop should give thinking up about on it. the women and start thinking about some warm apple pie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should look, you should give up on anything that seems highly unlikely. Wait,
3: I that, don't give up on my dreams.
0: Well, no, that's a lot of people have to. You have to give up on anything that's unlikely otherwise you're going to be disappointed. You you Yeah. Uh, that's the course, problem. You're
1: not, you're not dreaming, you're living a fucking nightmare.
0: But, okay, let's let's well, get uh We'll see where we'll be in 3 months. You know, the, Nikki now. is in the chat. I'd love for Nikki to call in and, and talk sense to this guy. Nikki is one of our female listeners and uh, uh Nikki ha- has been around. She has a lot of sense and uh you know, Nikki has a lot of street smarts. I would love to hear from Nikki on this. I don't know if she wants to call in or not. 775-372-8355, Nikki, if you're listening. I'd, I'd love to hear from you on this one because I, you know, I can say this all I want, but I think if he hears this from a real woman, that it may uh, get through. I'm just, I'm just afraid. I'm giving good advice here. I'm afraid it's not going to get through. And then, think of it
3: this way, right? Let's say it does fail, right? So I can always go back to college. You know, I'll just lose a year of my life. Having an adventure.
0: Well,
1: why don't you go? Why don't you go try to sleep with a girl in the college cafeteria or something? That'd, well, I think he'll
0: have the same problem if he approaches it the same way, no matter who it's who it is very, or where it's from. So very true. So yeah, i will try it, to get
1: hot, hot for salsa calling for him if Nikki doesn't call him. Or
0: yeah, well, let's let's see if uh, well she has she been listening?
1: Yeah, she's she was in the, the chat earlier.
0: Yeah, she's listening. Now. I want someone to call in who's been hearing this whole thing. But uh, Nikki must have fallen asleep or something. She's not uh, calling in, which is too bad. But uh, I, I wish I could take. You know, I had Nikki's phone number too, but I lost it. That's just too bad. I would, I would totally call her too, but I've, I've lost her phone number. Oh well. Seven seven five three seven two eight three five five Nikki, if you are listening. Uh, otherwise, uh, <laughs> as I expected, the show is uh, running long here. So, okay, did anything I said? Here, uh, did anything sink in, or you gonna change anything as a result?
3: Um, you know, the only thing that I think changed is, um, you know, I I just started to realize this is more unlikely than I thought it was gonna be. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's nothing nothing wrong would happen if I just give this a try. I just try
0: this. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. You, ha- you have to try here. You, you have to. Uh... I don't know what happened to Nikki. For some reason, I'm obsessed with now with Nikki calling it. But look, you you've got to get out of your head. Oh, I'm going to just try this four more months. I'm going to try this a year. If it doesn't work, I'll move on. The more time you spend on this, the more disappointed you're going to be. The chance of this working is about zero. And even if you luck into a situation where let's say you meet a hot girl in Times Square and for whatever reason she says, oh yeah, yeah, that's cool, let's talk and then you end up having sex with her well, great, you'll have had sex with a hot girl this is unlikely to happen this way, but if it happens you post this video, no one's going to care it's not going to go viral, it's not going to make you any money so so you're putting too much effort and too much emotional well-being into this when it's almost definitely not going to work, so I, I would just you really have to give up on it. You really have to give well, up and try I, to...
3: I would disagree with that. Man, well,
0: you'll, you'll see. I wish I could bet money it's a on this. pretty
3: reliable week. way to get views by posting on super popular forums.
0: You can get so some views, but it's not going to go viral. You may get people from that forum looking, but I'm telling you, I have a long experience. In the, I've been on the internet since uh, the web started. In fact, before that. So I, I've been around for 20 years on the internet, uh, longer actually, on the, uh, the web-based internet for 20 years. And I can tell you, that this is not going to be a major thing Which translates into a lot of money for you It won't At best you're going to get some foreign people To get a kick out of it And that's it And they're going to forget about it a week later So I I, I don't want to blow your dreams here I'm just telling you that you're, The key to happiness in life Is to set a realistic goal and achieve it Not reach for stars that you'll never touch Because then 99.99% of the time You're going to end up miserable And that's not good
3: Okay Um what about what I said about, you know, just doing this, which I want to do anyways for a year and then going back No, now. but you, you're going to
1: waste no a year being frustrated. You're going to waste You're, you're wasting gonna... my time right now. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> I think that even the chat room is getting frustrated here. So, yeah, don't don't waste any more time with this. I'm telling you. just it's, You've given it a shot. It didn't work. It's going to be the same result over and over. You, do something that makes yourself happy. I'm not trying to blow your dreams here. I'm trying to tell you to she do something happen. to make yourself happy. I, I'd love to hear, hey, I decided to drop all this crap and just – do what I need to do to get laid, and I got laid, and I enjoyed it. Thank you. Like I'd, I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear that result.
1: I think Nicky has atoms awesome.
3: up. You know, it just takes time to learn this. And what, what is interesting though is that we recently got a lot of hate because of Louis Ramus' kiss rape video. Who's we? Where, uh, me and Lewis Ramus, who is my former wingman.
0: Well we we don't have really time to talk about uh Lewis yeah, Rodgers, yeah, We've yeah. got we've got to move on here. But uh you know, I would okay. like to hear i I'd like to hear some updates from you on this. Uh you can post on on Poker Fraud Alert, keep posting in the thread uh which is called the next Elliot Roger, but thankfully you're not gonna be the next Elliot Roger. Uh, if if forever any time you, you do feel like him, uh, come out to Poker Fraud Alert and people will talk some sense into you. I really you know, I, I most importantly you should never do anything like that, but it sounds like you have no desire to, which is great. But uh, I, I hope you can get laid. I hope you can achieve the goal here. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I see, Call
2: from unknown I see, caller. I see an area here. I think it's one Nikki. to send a voicemail. Press two.
0: Uh, caller, You're on the air. Hello, Nikki. I'm so glad to hear from you. Have, have you been listening to this? Hi, seg- how are you? Have you been listening to the segment? I have. You have. Okay. Uh, so we have Nikki on here, who's a, a nice girl. She's been around for a long time. Uh, well, Nikki. And and what do you have to say nice. to this guy, Nikki? How, how do you feel about this whole thing?
2: Well, I'm. I'm. Tr- what I want to tell him is that maybe he 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 seems like he's wanting to just go really fast, and he's trying to just like get done now. He is 21 years old, and he does have a lot of time ahead of him. Um, he wants to be and he wants to be in the NYPD blue, and I think that maybe he should, you know, lower his standards just a little, not a whole lot, you know, and then work his way up. You know, maybe he should practice, you know, his online standards, if that's what he wants to do.
0: Do you think that uh, he should drop this whole dream of going viral with, with getting a hot girl and then having the whole Internet see that and, and you know, become a huge thing online and making all this money? Do you think that whole thing kind of sounds far-fetched to you?
2: Um, I, I I do think it's, you know, maybe once he's good at it, you know, he if he feels like he's good at it, I say go ahead.
0: You know, I, I, no, I've seen Nikki. Yeah. Nikki's, Nikki's a good-looking girl. I've, I've seen Nikki, and uh, I, you know, he probably would be attracted to you if he saw you. But uh, you're a little bit older than he is. But I'm sure that wouldn't bother him. But you uh,
1: lost some sound from it, uh,
0: By the by the way, uh, Boris, are you attracted to older women or only women your age? Um,
3: that's a tough question. It really depends how much older.
0: Okay. You no. Know. But what about like early thirties? I have a question. Yeah
2: are you looking just for looks, or are you going for the whole personality thing, too? Because those are two completely different worlds.
3: Um, well, right now, being that I just want to get laid, it's just the books, but of course in the future, it's going to be personality as well.
0: Yeah. He's got too much... Okay. To, to be honest, there's too many things going on here. He he's He's approaching this with a whole idea that somehow it's going to turn into a viral video and a lot of money for him he's not He's not approaching the whole meeting a girl situation the way just about every other guy approaches it which is like either I want to get laid or I want to have a relationship his is like I want to get laid and then I want it to turn into a viral video somehow and that's, that's where the problem is lying right now
2: yeah um, you know what I understand you want to get laid and I understand that you want to have this spiral video, I say start small, work your way up the ladder. There we go. Lower your standards is is, is step one. Um, Don't try to to eat the whole pie in one bite. (laughs) You know, you eat it one slice at a time.
0: Yeah.
2: So how about let's start with lowering the standards and working our way from there.
0: Yeah, so, so Nikki's telling you don't try to eat her whole pie at once. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I
2: mean very
3: right very now, funny. Uh, <laughs> I know I have I have very limited time before I go back to college, so right, I have right. to go as fast as I can. Okay. We have very limited time. Uh, tonight.
0: Yeah, we have very limited time here. So thank <laughs> thank you you two, For thank you Nikki for calling in. Thank you uh, Boris and no, uh, I'd like, I'd like like to hear your uh, your input here. Uh, yeah, well uh, thank like you guys. Your, your updates sure. uh, not up your your updates on what happened. Please post on the site and maybe we'll have you back on the show in the future.
1: Tender we'll, POF, buddy.
0: Yeah try try a plenty of fish tinder ok cupid uh, give those a shot.
3: All right, we'll give those a shot and All right. thanks for having me. Very good. Like All
0: some right. updates from you on the site and thank you for appearing in the show. All right. All right. So uh, yeah, we this guy definitely has a lot of work Problems. and doing a lot of changes to make. I mean, that's. Uh, I, I I wish him well. I hope he succeeds. I mean, it'll actually make me happy if we get a post on the site saying, "Hey, you know, I followed your advice and uh, I met a girl on OK Cupid and we just had sex yesterday." Like that'll make me happy, even though I don't know this guy. But uh, sometimes people will listen to me. This has nothing to do with this guy, but driving to Vegas one time, I was driving with my then girlfriend and and a friend of hers. And the friend of hers who was going to split up with us once we got to Vegas, I was like their ride to Vegas, but that was it. Uh, she <laughs> egg, said, hey. hey trust Yeah. Sauce once. Okay. Well she, she can call in in a second. But this, this friend of my, of my girlfriend said, hey, can you give me some advice on uh, blackjack? And so I said, well, number one, do not play six to five blackjack where they pay you six to five when you hit a blackjack. That's terrible. Avoid that above everything else. Avoid that. And then I gave her some other strategy tips. So on the way home, she says, oh, um, I didn't do that well in blackjack. I said, well, did you take my advice? Well, I played this single deck game at Harrah's. I go, wait a minute, that's six to five. Well, yeah, but I, I kind of wanted to play it anyway. I'm like, oh my God. she. I sat here giving her all the reasons why you don't play six to five blackjack, and then she played six to five blackjack. Like, why'd she even ask me for advice? So I'm hoping this guy is not going to just keep doing exactly what he's doing and ignore everything, but I find that happens sometimes when I give advice to people, they just have to learn the hard way hopefully some of this sunk in uh, let's see, the chat room says uh, someone was angry about the segment saying, that was fucking weird don't ever do that again please <laughs> and look, it's, it's a variety show it's a variety show, what can I do here uh, Danny Deadwood saying, "Can I get a refund for the last forty minutes?" Uh, you know, we're getting some criticism, but we got a lot of comments in the chat room about the segment as it was going on. So they were they were paying attention, they were commenting on it, and uh, you know, this is a variety show. This is something we do where we have a lot of different types of topics. So we went from a seals with clubs topic to that topic, and uh, uh, hot like sauce wants to call in. Or I had four sauce, your hot light sauce. I get so confused with this. Yeah. How, does she yeah, want she, to call in? She, have she, her call in. And, and, I mean, I'll answer the phone here. Then uh, We're not going to get anything done tonight, but go ahead and ha- have her call in. All
1: right, Thanks.
0: Someone saying, good segment. Just wish you asked him some other questions. I mean, I, th- I think I covered most hey, of Hey, Sauce, them.
1: you asked, you asked, I mean, Sauce, so, um, you asked, uh, you asked her the questions
0: on the wall. Uh, okay, sure, but she's not on here yet. No, yeah, she won't. Okay. Uh, well, we're waiting for her call. Uh, wait, we are getting a call from her. Here, hang on a second.
2: Call from unknown caller. Jeez. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2.
0: i got to find a way to make that go away. All right, uh, caller, you're on the air.
2: <laughs>
0: Fantastic. All right, so <laughs> is this hot four sauce... It sure okay. is. Okay, so you're the uh, former girlfriend of the current co-host. I feel like this is like all <laughs> dating and relationship drama on this show tonight. Like, a, this show is. I feel like it's Mari. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so strange. The first, the first segment of the show is me talking all about uh, my former friend, and then uh, the next segment is some guy who can't get laid. And now this segment is uh, the co-host and his ex-girlfriend together, and what happened with their relationship. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> So he says that while he was uh, sent, in fact, I want to play this here. I, I got to get the uh, got to get the link again. Unless you can send it to me in the little Skype chat, the link of you appearing on Doctor Phil. Do you mind if I play that?
1: Go ahead.
0: All right, I gotta gotta get this. I, I want people to hear why he left, why he was gone. He's, Hot like sauce, the co-host here. He used to listen to uh, this show all the time and then he vanished and I I thought whatever happened to this guy and then I found out what happened to him and that was uh, he went to rehab after appearing on on Dr. Phil so I'm going to play a little (laughs) 30 second clip of how come I can't find this anymore it's in your email I know you it's
2: labeled mama's boy
0: <laughs> she, even she knows where here it is. I found it. I found it. Okay, so here, here's a clip of him. This is like a preview for Doctor Phil of him appearing on there, and uh, you'll get an idea. This doesn't exactly portray him in that good of a light. <laughs> no, but, it doesn't. Uh, uh, you know, they do they do take <laughs> some dramatic license on TV there. But here it is. oh Doctor Phil. She can't cut the cord.
2: You're living with your mother. Right. She wakes him up in the morning. He's 32.
0: Or stop covering up for her son.
2: So this little mama's boy is doing
1: drugs. He's got you working two jobs. Tony is a good kid. Oh, come on. He's charming. You are enabled by everybody around you. But he's trouble. It's not her fault that I exploit her. She's exploitable.
0: Well, I'm telling you, grow up.
1: All me Dr. Phil.
0: Okay, so... So, uh... He appeared on Dr. (laughs) Phil, I I guess, in – I guess it's going to be on March 26th, right? It hasn't been on yet.
1: No, it already aired.
0: It already aired. Okay, It says March 26th, 2015. I don't know why it says that. But uh, apparently it aired, even though the website of the Dr. Phil show said it hasn't. And uh, he was sent to rehab. He had an addiction to uh, prescription pills. This is our co-host here, uh, Hot for Sauce. He was uh, sent to rehab by Dr. Phil. And what he told me on the last show was that while he was at this rehab and did very well there, that his girlfriend, now ex-girlfriend, the one on the phone with us, who used to post as a hot four sauce, that she cheated on him with multiple guys. So how do you plead to that, guilty or not guilty?
2: (laughs) Um... First off, I did not cheat on him with multiple guys.
0: Well, what about, what about ridiculous? One, what about one guy?
2: Yeah, but <laughs> his—I listen. Okay, his sister, she's a crazy bitch, and I had talked to her. You know, I had been with him for like three years and I called his sister, and she was like, oh, he's probably never coming home. He probably won't be back if he does come back for over a year. He might move to L.A. You should just quit talking to him. Huh. So she was a complete bitch. Yeah, she's kind of crazy.
0: So you are blaming his sister for saying you might as well give up on him, and so you just gave up. You followed her advice. Is that your claim here?
2: Right. She basically told me to
0: get lost. Huh. Okay. Uh, hot like sauce. What do you have to say about that?
1: I was I was with this girl for almost three years and <clears throat> with sixty days left she goes and opens her legs. I mean like it's just pathetic. Well do you it believe sad, that, man? Do
0: you believe that her sister or your sister said to her that you're just not coming back then to give up? Do you believe that she was? Yeah, told
1: that? I'm I'm sure my sister said some things.
0: So that's my sister. Now did you have any way to communicate with her that this wasn't true?
1: Uh, well when I was in this rehab, you can only use the phone for like ten ten minutes a ten minutes a week. And yeah, that's not gonna work for me, so I, you know, took it upon myself to break into an office with a butter knife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got caught for that too, but you know at that time that's when my sister had broken into her phone account and and you know, told me what was going on and yeah, it was it was you know, I've been to prison before, and, and that was, like, the worst thing you can do is to somebody when they're in a situation like that is not pick up the phone. I mean, you could have been getting banged by this guy. and All you had to do is pick up the phone and, and he to lie to me and say everything was okay. It would have made my time a lot better in there. You know, that's what I don't understand is you uh, didn't return any of the letters. You didn't um, pick up the phone. You just completely just, like, threw me to the side, and I was just fucking sad.
0: So how, how do you respond to that one? Um,
2: I don't know. Uh I mean, I do miss him. I do miss him. And I do love him. But his sister's a crazy bitch. And she gets on my
0: nerves. I'm confused, though. I'm a little confused because (laughs) your story at the beginning sounded reasonable, that his sister told you he's not coming back, don't bother. And you're like, okay, well, I have no other way to know if this is true, so if his sister says that it's true, I give up. But uh, but then he's saying that he sent you letters and phone calls and stuff, and that you didn't respond. So, uh, why didn't you respond to the letters and phone calls?
2: Because I'm an asshole.
0: Ah, okay. Well, it starting to yeah. sound like he might be right here, that, that uh, the fault was yours in this whole thing. She, she left me for a fucking black dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, I mean if I could come through I, your phone right now I would kick your ass hold on I, I want to read some texts I've been getting um, this is Hot Like Sauce's sister the ex-girlfriend is dumb as a box of rocks. My dog could call in and have a better conversation with you. I can't wait to hear what that old slutbag has to say. There's no, there's nothing more attractive than education. Ugh, her voice makes me want to commit suicide. She's such a skank. Guilty, whore, liar, whore, multiple. I'd be more than happy to call in. I'm the sister. Call me. She gave her phone number. I, I, I guess I have to call her now. It's. it's Do you want us to go at it
2: right now?
0: This is almost like, you... this is like a Jerry oh my... Springer show anyway. I guess I might as well. I mean, the people, honestly, the people who listen to this show because they want to hear the seals thing, are going to say, "What the hell is this? What what is this guy doing on this show?" Like like it goes from a story about seals with clubs to just this this virgin and now this uh, Jerry Springer like situation. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I I, I don't know what oh, I'm doing. So- are you really caught her right now? Yeah, why not? Oh Jesus!
2: No. no.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're the sister of Hot Like Sauce. So what do you have
2: to say? <laughs> oh my God! I'm listening to this girl. She's such a she's such a fucking liar. Let me tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I everything was fine with her and I. Her and I were talking. I invited her family here for Thanksgiving because she was in rehab. And my brother was in rehab. Everything was fine. But I thought one night, you know what? I'm going to break into this girl's phone account because the idiot gave me her her passcode before she went to rehab just to see what she was up to. Everything was fine. I was nice to this moron. I break into her phone account, and I see that she's sending multiple naked pictures to multiple different guys in the rehab. So, of course, I say to her, you're a whore, you're a fake. I'm Wait, wait, hang, hang on, hang on, hang
0: on. She was sending messages and pictures to the guys in the rehab? How does she know other guys in the rehab? I called the guys. They were all in the rehab with her. But how, how does she get to meet I, guys I said, in his rehab? How could that even happen?
2: Because it's a jewel rehab. It's co-edit. It's, it's, uh, because she's crazy and she hacks into because people's accounts and goes crazy. And a Andrea, you know and I'm not a whore. Shut up. Shut home. up. You know <laughs> I love your I love brother. You what? You know I love your brother with all of my heart. My brother's moved on, honey, to something bigger and better than you any fucking day of the week. Oh, you're damn home right, home. bigger and better. Jeez. Okay, look. You're damn right, and hell held a lot smarter. Somebody was, you should be fucking, you know what your name should yeah. be on poker? Hey. It should be my brain is so Hey, how That's about you part part shut part. the fuck up for once in your life and fucking listen to somebody? And quit okay, running your on, fucking mouth. First,
1: off, first off, I want to say, Christina. you talking to? Christina, if you were half what? the girl that Stephanie is, you'd actually be a woman. Oh, man. Right, she's she's
2: so, not. Oh, I'm, fuck I'm, I'm you, just, motherfucker.
1: I'm just going to be, I'm going to be right she's, up. You're not going to diss her, You're not going to bring her involved.
2: She's, yeah, she don't even, you don't even know who she is. She She's a telephone tough guy. She's a big tough guy on the phone. She, she's a tough guy on the phone. She's going to act cool, but the truth is what it yeah, is. Yeah, kind of like you try and do.
0: Okay. You so have to. be in bed asleep? Well, h- hang on a second. So What? I- I wanna I'm ask 45
2: you years old. You're going to tell me to go to sleep? You, don't you know, have a you want to in rehab? Did your mom send you your money for the month? Who the fuck are you talking to? Are yeah, you yeah, fucking kidding right. right. me? I have right. a fucking job.
0: This is getting out of control. Okay, hang on. I, yeah. I, I, have, I have a Just question. back to poker. I have a question for Hot for Sauce, though. Uh, how how would you know guys in his rehab? Isn't, like, wouldn't... In her rehab? Oh, it's her rehab. That's why I was confused. I thought she's like talking to guys in your rehab. Because because she
2: wouldn't go to rehab. Hold on. She wouldn't go to rehab unless her parents sent her to Florida to be with Tony. That was her stipulation to get over. So she had run down to here to go to rehab 20 minutes from my mom's house to try to get to Tony. Dumbass.
0: Well, at least you can say that shows some dedication to him.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's dumb of her parents. Like, who who, who puts stipulations on their well, marriage? It, the it, 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 it might be,
0: but at least in her defense, it shows that she cared enough about Tony to want to be uh, close to him. Here,
2: <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I waited I for three me. years. <laughs> because I waited three years to be with him, and he was strung out too. And I couldn't even get him to come and visit me. So I waited all that time, and then after those three years, I finally gave up because I thought it was hopeless and it was never going to be.
0: You know, I think you, I think the three of you should actually try to appear on Jerry Springer. If it's is that even still so on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this would be a great segment. On on TV. No I, more I, TV. I think this would be a great segment. To be honest, I, I, yeah. I'm not even kidding. This I really feel like I'm Jerry here. I, I I always wondered what it felt like. Nobody's gonna. The only <laughs> difference is nobody's gonna punch each other or throw any chairs here because it's over the phone. Other than that, I feel like uh, I feel like I need to have a Jerry Jerry in the background.
2: No, because if, if we were face to face, she wouldn't be opening her mouth the way she was. I could promise you that. She's talking big because she's on the other end of the phone. But if if she was in my face, she wouldn't be
0: saying anything.
1: Yeah, we don't need none of that. We don't
0: need that. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Try to put something is that wrong. was at
1: the train wreck.
2: Pretty tra- much what this is. All
0: right, uh, here. This, this is actually what I wanted to put on here for you guys to yeah uh, you know, to go along with this. Is it
2: a love song? No, no,
0: no. It's not a love song. I think it's something <laughs> something much more oh, appropriate sorry. here. Something much more appropriate. Jerry, 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 Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, I should have had that ready for this argument. I don't I, – I just – I think of these things too late. <laughs> if I played like, like right in the middle of your arguing, that would have been perfect. It would have been like radio gold. OK. That's why I need to produce you here. I do too much myself. OK. Well, I, we're going to move on here. We're uh, at, at the, the uh, 10 o'clock hour, 1 a.m. for you guys. All three of these people in, at 1 in the morning fighting like this. So – uh uh, thank you for coming on, you two, and uh, I'm sure you're going to have a very warm relationship after this is over.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to be superb. Okay, uh, good
0: it's night. Good relationship. He's
2: going home. Goodbye. Good riddance. life. Okay,
0: jeez, crazy. Thank you for That's that's life in Florida for you. Okay. Yeah, I was just in South Florida. I was uh, I got a taste of it for four days in uh, earlier this month. So okay. We talk about lock poker, then I think I'm just about going to be out of time. Uh, the good thing is the servers held up. The servers actually back to normal. So uh, um, can you can you elaborate on this um,
1: this uh, this lock poker guy that you were talking to him, and then he, did he cut off the uh, the interview and do this softball yeah. interview or what happened?
0: Well, here, yeah, here I'm going to talk about that, and that might have to be the last topic tonight. Uh, yeah. You know, it it made me sad when Kev Math sent out a tweet about this show. And, I mean, I'm always happy when he tweets about this show. But it made me sad when he said it'll probably be a six-hour show. And it probably would have been if I had unlimited time to do this show. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't have unlimited time to do this show. And uh, what makes this even more complicated is that Benjamin's actually sick. And uh, I was up a lot last night with him as he couldn't sleep because he was sick. And... uh He is still sick, so that makes it even tougher for me to do this show really late and drop this whole thing on his mom, who, unlike me and many others who listen to this show, uh, her mom works, his mom works a regular job and has to be up early in the morning, whereas I don't. So uh, I do want to cover this lock thing. This would have been the lead story on any other show except tonight. She said, so much going on. Like, last week we had, like, nothing going on. This week we have too much going on. And then I couldn't get the damn thing started because of the server issues. So it's always the worst timing with the server issues, it seems. If it happened last week, I wouldn't have cried. This week it was very frustrating. But getting to the lock poker thing, the whole lock poker matter had stalled uh, it just became clear that Lock Poker wasn't paying. They had stolen everyone's money. They were down to just about zero traffic, but they were still getting the occasional person who hadn't heard about the story there to deposit. And that's why they're still up. But for all practical purposes, they were done, and people just shrugged their shoulders and said, all right, well, I guess we're not going to get our money. And there were a few weak attempts, and I, I give these people credit for trying, a few weak attempts to find the people who were involved in this scam, uh, CEO Jennifer Larson, uh, Shane Bridges, who was the, quote, director of social media, uh, who was communicating with 2 Plus 2 and lying to them for years. But uh, unfortunately, dead ends were hit. So nothing was happening. There were some talks about a lawsuit, but nothing looked very serious. Nothing looked like it was going to, Amount to anything. So I haven't talked about lock poker very much on this show because there's really been nothing new to say. That's until now. An individual appeared out of nowhere named Hip Ain't Cheap. And uh, he had a lot of information. And I, I thought at first maybe he was like an insider. I thought maybe he was a former employee there, but he wasn't. He's just a guy, just a player. Who decided that he had enough interest in this matter that he was going to go after those involved? And he did a great job. Uh, he's had some help behind the scenes from people that have been uh, assisting him, but he's done a great job. And he came up with a lot of stuff, and a lot of stuff I didn't know about lock poker. And this has really shaken the tree. And a lot of the lock poker co-conspirators have been trying to hide and trying to remove the evidence from the web as fast as they can. They're legitimately scared. So this isn't some crackpot who came forward with information he claims is true when it's all BS. This isn't some troll account. This is a legitimate guy who found a lot of stuff that was very useful and very true. Now, the first thing we found out about Jennifer Larson is that uh, you might wonder, uh, is Jennifer Larson married? Uh, what does her husband think about this? Is he in on the scams? If not, you know why did she never get married? Well, Jennifer Larson is married, but her husband doesn't have anything to say about the scams because she doesn't have a husband. Jennifer Larson, CEO of Lock Poker, is a lesbian. Yeah. And I'd only seen one picture of her prior to all this, and she looked decent. These were, like, Photoshopped pictures that uh, CalvinAir.com had been posting, but uh, she looked decent in these Photoshopped pictures. Uh, I've seen two other pictures of Jennifer since then, and uh, now I can much more see the lesbian thing. Uh, The picture I saw from, like, 2007 that they just posted... uh, in that picture, she has this really weird, like mullet-like hairdo. Looks very uh, lesbian. That hairdo—it's not—it's uh, not like a butch short haircut, but it's like this weird mullet thing she has going on. Then I see a more recent picture of her that, that was uh, provided by Shane Bridges, which I'll get to you in a second, where she doesn't have the mullet anymore. But again, kind of still looks like a lesbian. So, not—not not, not that her being a lesbian has any relation to her uh, being a scammer. But uh, I, I thought I'd mention it, especially because there's some involvement with her wife. Her wife is named Olga Racekova. That's Olga and then Race, the word race and Kova, K O V A, exactly as it sounds. And uh, Olga Racekova has been with her a long time and was involved with Locke to the degree that she was at these Locke retreats. Uh, she was very aware of what was going on, uh, she was very aware that she was. Taking money from Lock Poker for her own business ventures, I think she was trying to uh, start like a clothing label and other things like that. Uh, so Olga Raiskova definitely is not just the innocent spouse; she was definitely in on all this. Uh, this was uh, then. There's another person involved named Brendan, and uh, this this Brendan individual. Uh, where's his last name? Brendan Young. Uh, sh- he knew Jennifer through the time that they were at Bodog together. These were both uh, former Bodog employees, which we knew she was a former Bowdog employee. But uh, Brandon knew her from there. Uh, he designed a lot of the lock software. He ha- he was the one said to be maintaining the, s- the software. And uh, he is very guilty in this whole thing as well. Uh, there was a Derek Maloney, who was a marketing person, also from Bodog. But uh, people are saying that this Derek guy got kind of caught up in the whole thing and didn't really uh, understand what was going on until it was too late. Brendan, uh, (laughs) he was said to be in love with Jennifer, even though uh, he knew she was a lesbian. He just had this thing for her. I mean, this guy had uh, probably as much of a chance of being with Jennifer as uh, Boris here has a chance of having a video go viral. But still... Uh, he is said to have been heavily involved in Locke and the scam that it was. Uh, So, a lot of information was posted, and you can go take a look on the Scam, Scandals, and Shadiness forum on PokerFraudAlert.com to read a lot of it. Uh, Again, Olga was a fashion designer. uh, Actually had a website called ModernLookingFellow.org, which quickly was taken down as soon as this stuff was posted. Showing that they are reading this stuff and they are aware that they're being found here. Uh, So, I was told that uh, there is a big investigation going on. And that um, there is a real serious attempt to bring these people to justice. And... uh, a lot. There's a lot more to this than just has been posted so far. And they really are very concerned and really are scared. Now, when this tree was shaken, someone else fell out of it. And that was uh, Shane Bridges. Shane Bridges disappeared from 2 Plus 2. He was the one telling everyone for a very long time that Locke had funds, that they segregated their funds, that their payout problems were just due to the processor, that they actually had the money, that it's safe to play on Locke, it's safe to deposit on Locke. This guy was the mouthpiece for all the lies. Kind of like Joe Seabock was for UB, but even worse. Uh, There's no question that Shane Bridges was a criminal. Shane Bridges was saying things that he knew were not true, or if he didn't know, he had to know were not adding up. Uh, He was saying things that he knew for a fact that he didn't know for a fact. That he knew he didn't know, that he knew were unlikely. He was repeating things that were told to him by Jennifer that he knew 99% or more were BS and he said them anyway and disguised them as fact. And that's criminal, what he did. Shane Bridges is definitely a criminal. He definitely uh, bears a lot of responsibility for this whole scam and for dragging this out longer than it, it should have been. Well, Shane showed up on Poker Fraud Alert under the account Shane B. He had a conversation with Hip is Cheap. And um, it it wasn't a very useful conversation, but he did confirm a few of the things that uh, Hip is Cheap knew. Uh, So Shane messaged, and this through Poker Fraud Alert, and this was posted by Hip is Cheap, on, on actually by Jim Afternoon, who's posting it with permission of Hip is Cheap. Here's the uh, conversation where Shane sent him a message saying, "Nice work on the lock stuff. You got some good info. Everything was spot on location wise, because he posted where uh, you know st- stuff about uh, where they were currently, uh, including uh, Tuscany, Italy, is where they th- thought to, uh, were thought to be. Uh, so." So he's saying everything's spot on location-wise. So he's saying, uh, then he said, uh, keep in mind, they monitor all these threads, so just be sure you don't play all your cards at once on the forum. So at this point, Hippist Cheap is thinking that Shane is cooperating. Now, it's obvious that Shane is only cooperating because all this info has been posted. He's worried the hammer's coming down, and he wants to look cooperative now. Notice he didn't come out and be helpful prior to this info being posted. He only came out to help after... The info got out, which means he's not doing it to be a nice guy or because he feels guilty, but because uh, he's just is trying to save his own ass. So then he said he missed slightly with Norway, Olga's uh, from Slovakia. Uh, so then, uh, Hippish Cheap says no, she's not in Norway; she's in Italy. And, and so Shane says, "I know that farmhouse is their house." Uh, so they're talking. So they're talking about a farmhouse that's in uh, Tuscany, Italy. Uh, then they, they went on talking about uh, things related to that that I won't bother to read here. Uh, then Shane says, Brendan is in London. So Hippist Cheap says, why have you been MIA, missing in action, on 2 Plus 2 and Skype? Are you sick of being accused? And Shane says, mostly hoping she pulled off what she was trying to pull off, get an investor and bail the whole thing out. So he's trying to say... I left two plus two. I was not answering anyone on Skype because I was hoping Jennifer would would get some investors and bail the whole thing out. So I was just kind of just hang back. That's what Shane's trying to say, which is BS. So uh, hippish cheap says back, so you were fooled like the rest of us. And Shane said, well, when that didn't happen, I reached out to PokerFuse and told them what I know. And right after you started posting I wanted to let you know you were in the right track. So he said back, well, I know I am. I have the family that's law enforcement. I know a lot. I think, Shane, you need to go on 2 plus 2 or at least make a statement to that community. So then Shane says, pretty sick of getting slammed publicly when I was just an employee. <laughs> just an employee. While others like Brendan and Olga, who are still clearly profiting, are running around anonymous. And so, his Cheap says back, but you do understand people lost millions and are upset, and it's easy to blame you since you communicated with us. Shane says, I will let the PokerFuse article go out first. I wanted to give them as much info as possible in hope that they can put together something pretty heavy that will put more pressure on things like their software suppliers and regulators. So it goes on from there. And nothing that uh, groundbreaking. You can read it all on PokerFraudler if you want to. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I decided to have a conversation with Shane. And I reached him on Skype after talking to him on Poker Fraud Alert and uh, you know, arranging that we have our Skype conversation. Uh, now, Hot Like Sauce, from that conversation he had with Hippish Cheap, does it sound like that he was worried about being seen as cooperating with our side at this point? Did it seem like he was worried about his name getting out? I think so. You're know, you saying you say it seemed like he was worried that, that people would find out he's working with him? He, he said he went to Poker Fuse.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I missed that part. I had you on mute and I was cleaning up that mess that we just went through. (laughs) But, uh... Now, if he went to Pokerfuse, then obviously he doesn't care. about. Yeah, AD obviously
0: know. he doesn't care. Said, he went to Pokerfuse. He said that a few times. He even said the only reason he's not posting on 2 Plus 2 is because he's tired of getting bashed. So so he just wants the uh, he wants the whole thing to come out in an article form. He never said, I'm not going to 2 Plus 2 because I don't want it to be seen. I'm cooperating or, or please keep this quiet. In that whole transcript, which I didn't read the whole thing, but you'll go through the whole thing. Not once does he say to Hippish Cheap, don't post this. Don't let anyone know. Because obviously if you went to Pokerfuse to write an article, which they just released the other day. Uh, after I had the conversation with Shane, by the way, but uh, uh obviously he went to poker fuse he wasn't looking to hide the fact that he's trying to help the anti lock people now, so with that said, I had a conversation with Shane, and when I was not buying the b s he was trying to sell uh this is he interrupted me in, in the Skype conversation and said uh uh, what what he says? He uh, says, "Why does Jim Afternoon insist on posting the complete logs of me speaking to Hip? Is cheap Hip ain't cheap. I'm happy to talk if it's to help to put an end to this, but if it's just clickbait in a thread, I have no interest, no interest in being involved." So I said, "I don't know what you mean. There's no clickbait. My site has no advertising. Uh, what are you talking about?" So he says, "When someone gives information to assist in an investigation, posting it all publicly does nothing to- but harm the investigation." I said, so you didn't want any of that posted, but I thought you wanted the info posted in article form. Isn't that pretty much the same thing? So he says, I want the information shared with relevant authorities, not with internet form lurkers. So that's not, that's not what he said. He just said that they would uh, put, together an art, put an article on PokerFuse about this. So what? Is, this is totally contradicting everything. So then me and him go on to argue about that. I invite him to come on this show. He refuses and says, honestly, the way you guys do things makes me wish I kept my mouth shut and left it to the professionals at PokerFuse. The professionals. So I will politely decline joining your radio show. Uh, In the conversation with me, uh, he said – he told me some outright lies, such as uh, when talking about Locke on the Revolution Network, that uh, Revolution actually cheated Locke because uh, uh, they wouldn't list to Locke uh, each player that had played on the network and how much each player owed. They just gave them a figure to pay, which totally isn't true. He told lies like that. He just – um he even said that uh i asked him who is mj who who is a, a thought to be a person at one point but it was actually a street in curacao i wanted to see what he'd say to that he's like oh yeah mj Holzweg is actually a lawyer i think he does uh uh you know c- corporate uh what, what do he write here let me see yeah, he says, uh, just a lawyer or something. He sets up letterbox companies. So this is all the great information Shane's giving me that a, a street name is actually a lawyer. <laughs> so a- after I, I was not buying any of this stuff, uh, he decided that I was uh, not worth talking to and then blew up about this supposed uh, chat log that was posted that was so terrible. But he just he was finding an excuse not to continue the conversation with me because I was not giving a softball interview. Now... Uh I'll tell you who did give a softball interview, and that was poker fuse. I'm not gonna read this whole thing. you can go there if you want to read it, but uh poker fuse did an interview with Shane, and it was really framed the way Shane wanted it, where it looks like he's just cooperating and, and no one they're not asking him any tough questions. they're not asking him you know why did you lie about this for all this time? Uh, They ask questions like, is the player's money gone? In your opinion, why did the company fail? Uh, Can you give some examples of uh, lifestyle spends and overspending of management? There's now the infamous uh, $500 bottles of wine where uh, Shane claims that they were drinking $500 bottles of wine with every meal using lock money to do so. And that's where a lot of that money went. Over tipping. And and way over tipping and things like that, Uh, which is interesting information. But Shane, he just – framing this all as it's their fault and and, uh, Poker News doesn't bother to follow up with anything with him about uh, why he was promising for so long when it was obvious that uh, they were lying why was he trying to make everyone feel like it's a trustworthy site to keep depositing on Uh, at what point did you suspect that the players would not get their money back uh, were any of the sponsored pros aware the players would lose their deposits and were high-volume players promised expedited cash-outs? Those were all the questions they asked, which are good questions, but very softball. They don't ask Shane anything about his role. Notice none of those questions are about Shane and what he did and why he did it and why he lied for so long and why he said so many contradictory things on 2 Plus 2. Why he misled people for you know well over a year while it was clear that Locke Poker had stolen everyone's money? Why did he lie to the public? Why, why was he repeating things he knew wasn't true? Why, why was he uh, encouraging people to keep depositing to the scam, scu- the scam site and trying to give them legitimacy? There, no questions like this by, uh, by poker fuse. none. Just all questions about Locke in general. And he provided them one picture of, uh, of Jennifer Larson, which I asked him, does he have any? And he ignored that question which I guess he didn't want to provide it to me. He wanted Pokerfuse to have it. Because Fuse who I like otherwise, but boy, did they give him a softball interview. I I don't know why they... I, maybe he demanded they do that. Maybe uh, they did this by email. I don't know what it was. But I don't know why they didn't ask him these questions first and then ask him the tough ones about uh, his part in the whole thing. So um, a pretty crappy article on Fuse, to be honest. And uh, Shane... Was hoping it would be this way that Shane, if you read the Poker Fuse article, you think, oh, what a good guy. He, he's telling us what he knows, and he's trying to assist in finding Jennifer Larson. He gave a picture of her. Uh, something that also came out was that uh, Jennifer, Olga, and Jamie, Jamie is uh, Jennifer's brother who's involved in real estate in Canada, that they were very, very obsessed with not having their pictures taken when Lock, part- when Lock Poker would have parties. The rules were you could not take pictures of them. Isn't that weird? You go uh, you go to these retreats of a poker site you work for, and the owner says, do not take a picture of me under any circumstances. Now, I'm sure they framed it along the lines of, hey, we're breaking the law in the U.S. We don't want to give them assistance in finding us. But in reality, it was because they didn't want anyone finding them after they scammed people. But a few pictures existed, and... They've been posted on Poker Fraud Alert. But uh, the good thing is there's there's action occurring. And a lot of what information exists has not been posted yet. Some has been provided to me privately. Some has not been provided to me. But uh, Shane also said that he would cooperate with any police investigation. And he promised Hip Ain't Cheap that if the police, if law enforcement contact him, that he will help in any way possible. Well, they did, and he's not responding. So, Shane is full of crap. I hope he goes down like the rest of them, and uh, he deserves it. Everybody who is involved in this whole thing, who knowingly lied or misled people, or was involved in this scam, in any way, shape, or form, deserves to go to prison, and I hope they do. So,
1: What's the charge? I'm not sure to mention it, but for lying
0: uh, like that. I, I'm not sure what specifically the charges are going to be. I haven't seen any of that and I haven't been given specific info on that, but I'm sure it's something having to do with fraud and money laundering or anything like that. There's be, There was ba- definitely a lot of fraud here in addition to running unlicensed poker rooms, but I think that's the least of the problems. It was actually fraud and uh, fraud and money laundering I'm sure is probably what they're going to be going after. So, uh, you know, I, I heard that uh, Olga's clothing label Got a lot of these lock funds Uh, Possibly, though not surely uh, Jamie's Real estate business Uh, Jennifer and her $500 bottles of wine every night And vastly over tipping Servers I'm sure there's a lot of happy waiters and waitresses In Vancouver and in uh, Tuscany, Italy Who uh, got amazing tips From Jennifer Which is fine if she wants to spend her own money But not our money So these are criminals, people. These are criminals who who just outright stole money out of the site. Uh, it it didn't have a good business model for a very long time. They were way overspending. And uh, it looked like they didn't care. It looked like uh, at some point they just decided, you know, screw it. We're going to go big or lose everything. And by everything, I mean player funds. That That seemed to be Jennifer's strategy was – she didn't go in like, hey, I'm going to scam everyone. It was more like after Black Friday, it was more like, hey, we have an opportunity to become huge now. So I'm going to take all the player money, which I'm not supposed to touch, but I'm going to. And I'm going to spend it on trying to make ourselves huge. And I'm going to spend it on my lifestyle too. And if somehow we become huge, become the next poker star is great. Then everything works out. If it doesn't, oh well, then no one gets their money. So she gambled with your money. If you ever played on lock and had money there. And, uh, you know, she's a criminal. She's a thief. And anyone who, who knowingly was involved, including her wife, Olga, they they all belong in prison. And I hope that's where they end up. That's where they deserve. And anything else bad that happens to them as a result of this, they deserve. It's the truth. So Yeah, yeah.
1: they all they should be shot in the
0: head. <laughs> I mean, if, if the truth – I'm not encouraging anyone to – Commit any crimes, violent crimes against Jennifer Larson or whatever if they find her. But look, if I read that a disgruntled player found Jennifer and shot her, I wouldn't say, "Oh, that's too bad, poor Jennifer, man." This that shouldn't have happened. Like I, I'm not advising people do that, obviously, and uh, and I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't murder someone over this. But but you know, if this happened, I'd say, "All right." That's what happens. That's what happens when you're a scammer and you – because th- this isn't even like scamming people who can afford to lose it. A lot of the people who had their roles stuck on lock and basically the money became worthless, these were people who had most or all of their life bankroll on there. These were people who, who whose lives were ruined by what Jennifer did. So uh, you're ruining people's lives when, when you're doing things like this and that's why it's so awful. That's why I have this site here to call out those that do it. And that's why I get so excited when I hear that people like Jennifer are found because they think they can just disappear into the shadows and run off. And and the thing is with enough people that are pissed off about this, you may have the really dedicated person from behind the scenes like this hip, this hip ain't cheap guy was who put all the effort in to find them. And, and great, that's what happens. You screw with enough people, eventually it comes to get you. Eventually the hammer comes down on you. And I hope that this is just the beginning. Definitely, uh, you know, Olga's taken down this, this website she had before. Uh, there's a lot of already attempts to erase their presence from the web. After these things have been posted, they're definitely nervous. Shane is nervous. Uh, I can tell you for certain that there's a lot of people who are nervous, And uh, so I I really hope that uh, more happens. We'll give more updates as they occur. And I'm sure Hip Ain't Cheap, who does read Poker Fraud Alert and uh, is in that thread, he's going to be posting updates and he'll give me updates personally. And I really hope to see this happen. If for whatever reason you have information on any of these people that you can share, uh, definitely, sure, either publicly or privately, and if you give me anything privately, you can tell me if you want me to post it or not post it, uh, whatever you want, but uh, this is great. I, I didn't think this was going to happen. I uh, uh, This kind of reminds me of, I've had a few people who owed me money in the past that just disappeared on me, fortunately not really large sums, but sums that were enough that I was bothered, I never got the money back, and then years later, some of them reappeared and just paid, they just gave me the money back, and I, I couldn't believe it. I'd written it off. I said, all right, I got screwed here, and I'm never going to get this money back. And when you get it back, it's like pennies from heaven. And this is kind of the informational pennies from heaven here that I thought Jennifer Larson got away with it and would never be found, and this whole thing's going to die out with time. And instead, it's come back to life. And uh, Jennifer's got to be very unhappy. Olga's got to be very unhappy. Brandon's got to be very unhappy. And they're going to have to keep running now uh, and, and trying to get away from this. And eventually... They're going to be found, and I hope something happens, whether uh, legally or, or otherwise. They just hope something happens to where they have <laughs> to pay for, for what they've done, and uh, that's what all scammers deserve. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, we're not I, heard number, have... I
1: heard the. I, I'm sorry. I heard the number was somewhere around 15 million from the lock money. Yeah, that's Total the estimate right
0: now. Is say around 15 million got stolen. And that's a lot of money, a a lot of money to have stolen here from the players. They stole this from poker players and uh, boy, they deserve for this to come down. So unfortunately, the topics we won't be able to get to tonight, uh, this is already uh, getting late here and I could probably do another three hour show, honestly, but the topics we're not gonna be able to get to tonight include the aviation club. Uh, Katie Dozier talking about poker stars, Sheldon Adelson's March 5th hearing, which for- fortunately next week we'll still have time to talk about before March 5th, uh, Delaware and Nevada emerging player pools, and uh, my editorial. So we, we didn't get to a lot tonight, but the uh, show is still over three hours, and uh, I am unfortunately out of time. Uh, thank you, Hot for Sauce, for. Hot for sauce. hot no. like sauce so I always get that confused so yeah. I thank you Hot For so Sauce too For coming on the show and, yeah. uh, and, and even your sister For giving us our Our Jerry Springer-like uh, segment And this is an <laughs> unusual show If you're listening for the first time This is not what they're usually like This is usually a more poker-centric show But we had some other segments this time And I wanted to get to them So Thank you for being the co-host. Thank uh, you. Fortunately, the server held up. Fortunately, the server is acting pretty normally right now. I had a a screen running the whole time, which is uh, giving me statistics on the server, and I could see if it was going to have a uh, catastrophic failure, and it got close a few times. But it it calmed down and... uh, I hate to say it, but I think it's a database problem, and one that's going to be very hard to diagnose or fix. I was already seeing signs of this before. Some people were thinking that maybe the site was being DOS'd because uh, certain people didn't want to hear or have my SEAL segment be heard by the public, but I don't think that was happening. I was uh, checking for signs of that, and I was not seeing any indication that we're getting a denial-of-service attack. So, possible it was happening, but I don't think so. I think it's just a a database error that was made worse because a lot of people were on the server at once waiting for the radio to start. I think that's why it happened right then. We'll be back next week. Hopefully the server will not be taking a dump next week as well. That will be on uh, March 3rd, I believe. I always get confused with February and March. Yeah, March 3rd. I usually just add 7, but you can't add 7 in February. It's only 28 days. March 3rd, 2015 around 6.30 p.m. Unless I can't get the damn server working. Uh, have a different co-host. Probably Deer Devil, but you never know. We'll have some kind of co-host, I think, next week. And uh, you ever, never, never know what we're going to have on this show. Never know never what surprises know. we will bring you every week here on this live show on PokerFraudAlert.com. Thank you to Boris, the Virgin from New York, Cupid007, for coming on here and telling us his life story. I wish him the best. We'll be back next week. Around the same time. Probably more poker content, but who knows. I'll probably get a lot of shit for this show from various parties for various reasons, but that's what I do. Good night and shalom.